0: Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Try Squarespace at squarespace.com and enter the code KindOfFunny at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I am one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino.
1: Top of the morning to you, Greg.
0: That's gross. You're putting the beard up your nose. I don't
1: smell it. It smells I like, the smell it.
0: Smells
1: like broccoli. It's clean.
0: Smells like broccoli because you ate broccoli for lunch. You just ate broccoli, though. I don't think your beard smells like broccoli. No, not in your mouth general. I mean, like it's, it's
1: adaptive. It adapts to whatever I eat. Sometimes <laughs> it smells like a Lara bar. <laughs>
0: No, it definitely... No, there's no way it smells like a Larabar.
1: Sometimes I like to take the Larabar and I just kind of comb the top of my beard with then, it. Then it would
2: smell like a Larabar. Just what to the keep hell is it, that? Right? I don't know what you're saying. I it's like it a done. Cliff Bar. Just imagine a Cliff Bar. Oh, okay. Well, you are you just making things up? Now? If yeah. you were part of the, the climbing
0: that. community, you'd know it well. Because they need it for when he's 15 feet off the ground and he can't get to a Taco Bell or Starbucks. I'll
1: tell you, That's the upsetting. difference between 15 feet and 16 feet can be
2: made by the Larabar. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Over here, the Pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. It's good to be here with you today. And by the way, I want to uh, take a moment to say two things. Number one, Billy Joel got married. Mm. Uh, so I want to wish him, uh, yeah, he got married on his Long Island estate out east. Aw, congratulations to uh, Billy uh, Joel. So congratulations to Billy Joel. Of Big. course, the the there's three, the trifecta of Long Island, of course, is uh, Billy Joel, mm. uh, Jerry Seinfeld, and me. Yeah.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah. So Suffolk uh, County
2: is right in the middle. Suffolk County is right in the middle. Exactly, Greg. you are good. At, no, Suffolk County is not right in the middle, but that's where I'm from. The other two, of course. Well, are I'm now. saying it's
0: in the middle of the triangle.
2: Well, I'd like to think both Nassau and Suffolk County are in the middle because, okay. because okay. Billy Joel and Jerry Seinfeld are both from Nassau County.
0: Did Christy Brinkley come to the wedding, you think?
2: Uh, probably not. Okay. Still a huge Islanders fan, apparently, though. Did, um, did he marry an uptown girl? Uh, yeah, I'm sure he did. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Big, big fan. Good. Big Big fan. Big fan. Of us. Oh, I don't think he knows we exist. Billy Joel no, no, no. loves us.
0: We're not even a blip on Billy Joel's no. radar.
2: The second thing I want to do is uh, wish a uh, very happy birthday to uh, Phil Rinaldi, who's a, a viewer of this uh, of this fine program, but more importantly, uh, a friend of mine, fellow Jets fan, fellow Long Islander, and boyfriend of my girlfriend Cheryl's little sister. So if okay. you follow all that, I, thought things I about to get really is he weird. the
0: one we gave stuff to at How to Funny Live? No.
2: Okay. That is a friend of Cheryl's and my friend from Bellport High School. Mm-hmm. Got it. I like how Cheryl's at the nexus of all these friendships. Yeah, she's and the, first and the first. boyfriend
3: of my girlfriend's sister. It's good, it's yeah. good.
2: He is the boyfriend of my girlfriend's little sister, yes. And he's a great guy. He just got jet season tickets, and he's very excited about it. Oh, wow, that's it. awesome. Uh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. So, happy birthday, Phil. Over
3: there, the Piero and Tim Geddes. Let's him host. I have something important to say, too. I'm cracking this Coke with you. Yeah, good. Uh, speaking of Coke, this weekend I got a Coke that said, share Coke with your sidekick. And I thought it said side chick, and it got I got really excited about that because if they if they started making share Coke with your side chick Cokes, I'd be for a like, second Legit. I thought you
0: got me a Greg Coke, and I was like, damn, nah, that's not that would be good. You I guys just can't got read, you huh? Coke. Well, yeah. I just saw the G. I just saw the G, and then I turned it. It says Gina. Yeah. You go. Why, are you, drink? oh. <laughs> why are you drinking Gina's Coke, Mine! bro? <laughs> <laughs> why? <How y'all feeling? laughs> wow. yeah.
3: So that excited me a lot. And somebody tw- I tweeted a picture of it, and someone responded to me and said that when I sp- talk about my girlfriend. Use your right hand. When you talk about your side chick, use your left hand. That's head. good. I got of like yeah, that's that. cute. So,
0: yeah. All right. We're here for another Game Over Greg show. That's awesome. But we're also recording it on the third birthday of the first time we ever filmed an independent YouTube video.
1: Happy birthday. Kind of Happy funny. Happy
0: anniversary. Everybody. We didn't even know it was kind of funny back then. No, It was no, D.C. and Colin to listen to us, and then you guys agreeing to work for pizza. Mm-hmm. That's true. It was, it was good decent pizza. pizza. We didn't even try to sell Kevin on that deal when we brought him aboard. I didn't, didn't even know just... Kevin back then. No, nobody did. Kevin was a Kevin st- didn't guy. exist.
3: Kevin begged to come. Yeah, true story. Yeah, I'm not even making that up. He was like, "Tim, just please take me with oh, you." Thank God. And I was just like, "No, like I got to ease in first. Yeah, because you were still a noob at that
0: point. Yeah. No, we, I didn't know you from no, Adam. We uh, VidCon was our first bonding experience. Yeah. we're actually and like, we, and we, we bonded. Yeah, yeah you,
1: I think you asked me first, and I was like, "We should bring Tim. He knows this stuff." And you were like, "Uh," yeah and I was like, "I don't really want to." I was you like, he's like like
0: better I than Sean Brink
1: Finnegan, in. so whatever. Yeah.
3: Wow.
2: Fuck Sean Finnegan. Damn. No. No, if we brought, we if you brought Kevin, though, it, it would have created a butterfly effect. Exactly. I mean, who knows where we would have been at that point? It's true.
0: Yeah, he just he would have fallen through. He would have knocked down the camera, and we're like, we can never do this again. Yeah. If Kevin came? Yeah. Oh, if it Kevin came, yeah, camera. the
2: butterfly effect would have been maybe even catastrophic. Mm-hmm.
0: He would have eaten all the Oreos before we could do an oration.
2: Yeah. You think that if Kevin went
1: back and we shot with Kevin, he would have destroyed the world? Like, the, the butterfly effect would have led to the destruction of the world. Sure. World War III, sure, sure. what you're saying?
2: Kevin somehow becomes a, ty- a tyrannical dictator of some, some you know, separatist country, and, mm-hmm. and you know, it Probably all started based on that one episode of Conversation with that Colin. One one just up. Something some yeah. some Things like that happen.
0: That was my, one of my problems with the movie Almanac. Is that they play around with the butterfly effect. They go back and change these things or whatever. But then weird stuff starts happening as if the universe is trying to correct it. And I'm like, that's not really what it is. That's not the butterfly effect. It's no, that no. you make a change and that change makes
1: it, you know. Wait, let, me, yeah. let me back this up for yeah. a second. So you just watched Interstellar on your iPad. And, yeah. But you've seen the movie Almanac.
0: Yeah, I saw it on a plane.
1: Just like I, when I saw
0: Interstellar. Okay. Where I get all my watch and done. Just double I'm thinking checking. about downloading. Well, I don't want to buy It Follows. But I want to watch It Follows. Oh, you I should. It's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen it yet.
2: Okay. Do you know anything about a movie named called Sunshine? Sunshine? Yeah. yeah. You haven't
1: shaken his head. you know something about You're it. Talking about the the space one? Yeah, I, I just someone recommended it to me and I don't know oh, anything you'd about love it. it. You'd love it. Is it new? No, it's uh 4, four 5 6 years old. Okay. It's uh it's got a great cast. Of, I think it's like Cillian Murphy. Great uh, cast of characters. That's uh, Scarecrow. So, yeah, No. I was going to say I know, I know him. Which McCall? Who's the guy that's played the original Johnny Storm? Um Chris Evans? Yeah, Chris Evans, Captain America. So um, is it just everybody from comic book movies? Wait, wait,
3: wait, let's Step I, I couldn't remember here. he was Captain
1: America for a second. I, yeah, don't, you, the first thing you're I like remember, Chris Evans, rent, uh, the guy that was Johnny Motherfucking Storm, not <laughs> Captain America. That's true. Well, I mean, you know, so I mean, it's it's great. But the, the plot of that movie is fantastic. I mean, they have to go to the sun basically to restart.
2: it That's the that's. The I'm gonna point. I'm gonna rent that 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 uh, film. You like if, that movie film? If,
0: if you enjoy that, I recommend the crossover event from DC Comics Final Night uh, the, I'm gonna the pass Sun that. Eater came to our uh, universe to eat our sun. Let me guess, is that a Superman villain? No, well, I mean, it was a DC, it was a crossover event. It was an everybody villain. Like, It sounds like a Superman villain. Everyone who was a DC person had to <laughs> deal with the sun, sun being out. Sun Colin. eater. The sun went out, Colin. I, I am mean, the sun eater. He didn't talk. He wasn't a sentient being. He was just like a gaseous thing. Let me throw, let me throw something Hello. in real quick before we get. By the way, I just want, no I want to throw this in real, real quick.
2: Yeah. Uh, Cheryl and I, when she was here this past weekend, watched Your the, the the Nolan trilogy. And as I was saying, as I was saying last week a little bit, I am becoming a Christopher Nolan fanboy, I'm like, I'm reading a lot about. I mean, just really makes great movies. It reaffirmed into my mind how good those three Batman movies are. Like I expected to go into them, and be like, "Oh, I remember them differently and stuff." The first movie fucking awesome, and it takes too long to get into it, so it's not like you don't really see much of Scarecrow, which is why like they that, that they inject him in every movie, yeah. even though like he like in the very going. beginning he just gets arrested, but like he's there. But it reaffirmed straight up, and I'm just gonna say it, that Dark Knight Rises is the best of those three movies, and I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you why that is. Okay, mm-hmm. it's because it. The middle movie is a reflection of what happens somewhat in the first movie, but it really is a standalone title in its own way. And Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises touch each other in like very in many ways. Like Intimately. They, like, they touch, like, yeah. It, yeah, like it's cool how they they use that movie actually to wrap things up. And it's the darkest one. It's the one with I think still the best story and and like the most meaningful plot, which is like basically just it, it's so clearly inspired by Occupy Wall Street, I think. In in a lot of ways, okay. when you really look at it, like I think, I think I think it's time. fucking obvious. Is the day is long that that's what it, the inspiration for it was. Mm-hmm. So I just was I just wanted to say that even though I like Bane and and mm-hmm. obviously the second one's great, it's a great film. I just think that 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 third movie really is the best one. And I watched them back to back. I think so I think was, the thing that that I always wonder and them. we'll never know is
1: that like what would have happened had Heath Ledger not died. Like what would that have character been in that third movie, and would it have been completely erratically different?
2: My assumption I was talking to Charlotte about this is like. I don't, I don't know enough about Nolan's process or the process between like having to redraft that, that third movie, which they clearly probably had mm-hmm. to do. Um, but my assumption is that Bane was still the bad guy, and it was still going to go along at that point. And when they break everyone out of Blackgate, or whatever it was, or yeah, that's that's where it is, right? That's uh, the prison
0: versus Arkham, the, the asylum. So, yeah, okay, So yeah, Blackgate so, was what they broke right, out of. Like, like, theoretically, I don't, Joker I don't remember. Joker
2: was presumably going to be in there, right? I mean, yeah, that was you, kind you of am- like what I, when I was watching. I'm like, oh, that's probably when they introduced Joker and Scarecrow. And instead of having – Scarecrow is just the the, the, judge. the the judge at the kangaroo court, mm-hmm. but Joker was probably going to be in there somewhere and have some sort of subplot, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And be the, ultimately, Bane would probably die, and then ultimately he would be the, the guy that they had to Presumably, fight. Presumably,
1: I mean, but it would have been really interesting. It would be interesting to go back, and I, I, I doubt that Nolan would ever – maybe he has given interviews about this, but it would be interesting to talk to him like 10 years from now like, hey, had that unfortunate event not happened, like what would that have been? I want to say he has. He must have at some point. Yeah. I mean I, – to to me, like I would have, uh, uh, kind of leading with a, a fresh villain is always kind of a good idea, right? Like Joker had his story; it was amazing. You're not going to be able to come close to what they accomplished in The Dark Knight, and so like having Bane come in as a as a more interesting, kind of more physical villain was, I think, it was a good choice. Um, having said that, I don't know anyone that's necessarily going to agree with you that that was a better film in the trilogy. Some I people think everyone, agree. With me. I think there, everyone, is, there is a lot. I mean, it's it's a it's a hotly debated issue. It's. It's a more fun Batman film. I believe the Supreme Court is weighing in on that right now. Yeah. I, uh, well, they just got done with, with uh, uh, gay marriage, so right. I think this was next on the... On exactly, the, on priorities. The priorities. If you didn't know,
0: ladies and gentlemen, this is the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, you can kick us a couple bucks over at patreon.com slash kindoffunny and get each and every episode early on Friday. If you don't want to give us any money, no big deal. We break it out topic by topic day by day over on youtube.com slash of funny starting on monday finishing on friday with the entire show when it goes up as an mp3 as well now we've been talking about a lot of movie stuff i'm starting mm. this episode because we had breaking news this morning they're doing totally a star wars han solo film love it standalone a han solo movie
1: ah no tim it's a solo han movie Okay, you can stop. now. Okay. The Lego
0: Movie directors are on board to do this. It's one of the anthology series. It's going to tell the story of how the young Han Solo became the smuggler and thief who Luke Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi first encounter in the cantina at Mos Eisley. According to a statement by Lucas Films, the screenplay was
1: written by father-son duo Lawrence and John Kazdan. Kas- Kazdan. Kazdan's Kasdan? running. Yeah, Lawrence Kazdan's like Lawrence Kazdan's running a lot of these now. Like he's, uh, I think he was or is still on the the Force Awakens. Like Kasdan in the, wrote Empire, didn't he? Yeah, they brought him back. JJ brought him back. I know for, that, so that's
2: that's that's significant. I mean, I don't know much about film, but I know that that he wrote Empire.
1: No, that was I think that was the, that was the big news when because uh, I think someone else was writing it, and then JJ came aboard and was like, "Nah, nah I'm going to get Lawrence Kasdan, bro." And then when when they released that big cast photo, like he's in that photo, which is
2: cool. Oh, that awesome! That was yeah. really great when they were all doing a, the, the round. reading in the round in the round. That was
1: also one of the things where he was like, "Everyone's like, all right, all right." This is off to it. This, this is, is the real is, thing. This is going in the right direction so yeah. far. They got the right vehicle.
0: The Miller and Lord this. joint statement reads, This is the first film we've worked on that seems like a good idea to begin with. We promise to take risks, <laughs> to give the audience a fresh Fuck experience. Lego Movie <laughs> and 21 Jump And we Street. pledge ourselves to be faithful stewards of these characters who mean so much to us. Um, the question I have, of course, Colin was surprised when I said I'd bring this up as my topic. Um, as not being a huge Star Wars fan, I want to know your reactions as huge Star Wars fans. And then what... you you want to see done with the movie oh man i mean i'm a, this excites me so much because when you think about it i often say this
3: would you rather something not happen or happen even if it's bad and i usually i just rather it happened that's which crazy. might not be the most popular opinion but i'm transformers, like transformers
0: you always this is your transformers transformers. Is my thing it's like i'm
3: happy it happened because it even though it happened and it was bad it brought transformers back and gave me a lot of good transformers things i wouldn't have got otherwise yeah this is star wars this is a little bit different there's going to be some bad movies there's going to be some great movies Which one will this be? I don't know, but all of this sounds great. I love the Lego movie. I love 21 and 22 Jump Street. Yeah. Love Han Solo. Great. I'm totally sold. Everyone's biggest (laughs) argument against this movie is like, oh, where's the new stuff? I want to see new stuff. It's like, okay, do you want new stuff or do you want this? Because I think this is what you want.
0: I'm surprised because I think the biggest argument is that it's not. it, it can't be Harrison Ford. Oh, well, they're going the to have to cast
3: some other guy. Story, though, yeah. like it's it's going to be someone else, like Channing Tatum, who was awesome in Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street. And that's true. Channing Tatum should play everyone in every movie, and it'll make it better.
1: You were thinking Channing Tatum. I was thinking uh, Pratt.
0: I was thinking Pratt too,
3: because he's in everything reason, now yeah. too. Oh, I
1: feel yeah. like I feel like he's going to like there. There was I don't know if it was rumored or whatever. I think you guys were talking to me about it. I'm a little out of the loop on that, but that they that they were tapping him to be Indiana Jones, Chris Pratt, probably. And I'm like that Shia is fucked fucked it all. so perfect. But now imagine. If, if he he's was Indiana both. Jones and Han Solo, yeah. like back ah, in the day, that'd be awesome. That would blow your mind apart. Um, I mean, my thing is, I was really excited when they talked about the, the standalone Boba Fett story, which I guess is still moving forward to some degree. Um,
0: not necessarily. Not necessarily. It lost it.
1: It lost the director. Um,
0: Don't forget too that they his prequels been told and it was great. A clone.
2: I fucking hate you with so much. no
0: indoctrination. Just out there now to avenge his clone father, whatever the hell you want to call him. Mm-hmm. His zygote. Yeah. Head cut, chopped off. I don't think he was a clone in the in
1: the We've close. gone over this a million fucking times. Golden he was. A clone?
0: He was a clone that just didn't get programmed like the other clones. Oh, I thought he was. The... Django was like, I'll do this for you, but oh, I get but my own clone that's totally blank. And Watto came in and was like, okay. Deal. I like I like, it, <laughs> I like
1: in Greg's head that any deal that happened in the Star Wars universe, <laughs> Watto do,
2: brokered. <laughs>
1: Waddle's like deal. a brokering every deal. Even the one where they had to sell the carbonite to fucking Darth Vader. Well, I'll get you a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I I we'll see. I mean, again, I'm not gonna I'm not going to go out there and say I don't want this to happen because if it's a great film, it'll be a great film. And these guys have a great uh, lineage of making good films. Like I didn't particularly care for the Lego Movie just because I, I think I watched it with my wife, and she tends to take a lot of the fun out of those movies that are skewed more toward kids because she's like, this is too much for me. It's just crazy, 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 crazy. Um, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't it wasn't one of my I was I wasn't caught up in it like everyone else. However, Twenty One Jump Street. Is my jam. Yeah. I watched that like two weeks ago, and I'm like, "Why is this movie so funny? Like, it has no right to be this funny." It really doesn't. Um, but it's just a, fu- it, you know, it's just a well told story. And even 22 Jump Street made me laugh. Um, I can't wait for the Men in Black crossover. It'll Which be interesting is, to of see this what happens.
3: So good. And then you add Han Solo, and I'm like, Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, like I this. think. What,
0: I mean, like, so are you scared at all about them skewing back to being like this funny, like more of having like ju- 21, like a Han Solo movie, even with a little bit of 21 Jump Street, and it doesn't sound right. I mean, I'm in. Like here's the thing, it's about him when he's younger and
3: stuff. It's like, it doesn't need to be so much like comedy focused. Yeah, but just more the the style. Like twenty one and twenty two Jump Street have a style about them that I think lends itself very nicely to Han Solo, taking out the comedy, but just the just the action scenes in twenty one Jump Street.
1: Awesome. Well, I think they'll do a good job with it. I mean, and, and that really is the proof going to be in the putting on this. The question is, is there. Do we need everything in the Star Wars universe explained to us? And that that's the bigger question for me. is not that whether or not these guys can make a good movie. Because I have no doubt that they'll make a quality film. And it's the Star Wars license. I have no doubt that I'll go and watch it and enjoy it. But we've talked about this multiple times. In that when you talk about Han Solo and you talk about specifically Boba Fett, is there a magic in the fact that you don't know where these characters came from? That they are just these badass characters that have no real origin stories. Like we don't know much about them. There's a mystery and a mystique to them mm. that... You sort of, when you were a kid, you kind of made that up in your own brain. You brought all that stuff with you when you watched these movies, and you, you, you kind of filled in the blanks yourself with your own imagination. Do we need to have this stuff written out for us? Do we need these origin stories set in stone? Because to me, it's way cooler just imagining what Boba Fett, like all the cra- crazy yes, shit I mean, Boba I Fett's think done.
3: taking Boba Fett out of it and just focusing on Han Solo, because I agree with what you're saying about Boba, but with Han, it's like... What I don't want is a origin story where he's a little kid and we see all of the things that lead up. Like, that's a little too much information. But just random adventures he had and stuff, yeah, we make those up in our heads. But it's like, I don't think this movie needs to be the this is why he is the way he is movie.
0: Just more, these are a couple of things he did. But it will be, and that's the problem. So, I mean, like, the prediction would be this will be the one where he gets his jacket. The Millennium Falcon Falcon, or at least sees it for the first time. And then how he gets Chewie and the Life
1: Dead. He's got also, and this is Chewie. Maybe, maybe this an big thing. and adorable. Be little It'll be porky sized. It'll be porky sized, <laughs> sized Chewie. Look at him! There he is, Chewie. We're, we're home. We're home. Uh, <laughs> hey, is that Greedo? <laughs> I'll be I'll be 100 on board with this if it is also a Lando Calrissian story, like they're homies. No,
0: see, you're you're, you're saying homies. all the things you knock the prequels for. that's to, where he has, has the to be. Yeah, like he
2: has to be in it. And that's that's. See, so this is the thing. I, I've remained oh, quiet long much. enough. <laughs> this is, I will be shackled <laughs> no more. This is this Call is the, no one's forced you to be quiet. No, I know, but I've, I'm only kidding. Uh, th- there's a major problem with this, which is one that Harrison Ford can't play the character. I think this is a significant problem, um, and th- the reason that this is a significant problem is because he's going to be in the movie that comes out the year before this. So everyone is going to see two, just totally two different Han Solos. Now, mm-hmm. you know, I don't care if it's just a movie. It's like this is the same character, and I don't really think that Harrison Ford's story needs to be told because we already know how he got to that point. It's not a ma- and it's an, it's not a matter like there's minutia there where we have to kind of figure that out, but we know he got the falcon from a a, a bad a bad um bet with Lando. Yeah. We know that Chewbacca owes him a life debt for helping him presumably on Kashik. We like know all these like these kinds of things, so this is already kind of filled in. The thing about Han Solo is that like Boba Fett and I would say I would really... I almost say Han Solo might be by himself. Like, Han Solo is kind of a sacred character. I think he's actually more sacred than Luke. I think he's more sacred than Darth Vader. I I think he's more sacred than a lot of characters because he's the only normal one. And that's, like, what people, like... And I don't mean that in any other way than, like, he doesn't have force powers. He's the Batman
1: of the the Star Wars universe. Yeah, like,
2: he's actually the only one that's grounded in reality, you know? Mm -hmm. And not only in reality in that world, but reality in terms of his own skill set. He's just a great pilot. He's just a normal person. So you have to be very careful with explaining his story and not removing the mystique. And a lot of the mystique comes from the fact that he is just a normal guy that somehow survived to the point where he met Obi-Wan and Luke at that, at that you know, at Mos Eisley in A New Hope. So I, I think I think there's going to be casting issues. And this isn't... I'm excited. I'm always interested to see what they're going to do. But I, I would rather them do something that explained away things that the prequels fucked up. And I think that's what these movies are going to be good for. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, Rogue One will eliminate... You know, any sort of discrepancy between um, the story told by Mon Mothma and all that kind of stuff and, like, what happened after the prequel. So, like, at least we have a little tight little story there as, mm-hmm. as opposed to assumptions. And the Boba Fett story was so exciting because it was going to undo the damage that Episode 2 did to Boba Fett's character, which was significant. There is no issue with Han Solo's character. So, like, you don't he need to... That's know, what I'm saying. Is, they were we... smart enough not to have him in the in the prequels. Yeah. I hope he turns out that he has Metaclorians too, like a high level
0: Metaclorians and he just hides it. He's like I don't even like, want to embrace the force. Um, the, I, I mean, don't want get a camera. I will <laughs> say guns that. floating around. Him. It would,
1: how <laughs> cool would it be though? Is if, if the origin story butted right up against A New Hope, where at the very very end of the movie, but no, really, it's him go heading to Tatooine. Like See, for me, that, not even being like
0: us, this is all sacred. Like I enjoy the movies, fine, right? That would be stupid because I, I feel like you pick up and you know. What Harrison Ford looks like and where we are, and I I want this to be set a decade, yeah, two decades before that. You know, the thing with
3: the casting that you're bringing up is like it's very true that Harrison Ford is Han Solo, so that's hard Mm -hmm. to kind of get out of your mind. But Patrick Stewart is Professor X, but then we get the the -hmm. prequels, Mm -hmm. and I don't think anybody had an issue with that. You know, (laughs) yeah,
2: but no, well, with that, no disrespect though, Professor X is not Han Solo anyway I mean, remotely that's true but with, like.
1: with that though we did get the the tie in like it was cool cuz that series had kind of ended on a poor note with uh x-men the last stand so that was one of those where you're like oh we kind of need a reboot on this because they they kind of went off the tracks a little bit but then we we, in that reboot they were smart because they had both of them there and they played so well off of each other and almost antagonistic toward each other in uh, days of future past that you kind of accept that james mcavoy is now the younger patrick stewart whereas in order to do that they'd have to go back and forth in time uh in the star wars to kind of put them both in the same space not days of future past uh the first one first class oh first class well again first class was was okay we have to kind of make up a little bit a little bit of lost ground with what we, we fucked lost up the future and, so bad let's yeah. just start and go backward let's let's go backward but then again i think it really solidified it for me in days of future past when we saw both of them when you saw patrick stewart in the future being a badass bald you know um, professor x and then james mcavoy in the past in the 70s i thought it was really cool but also to colin's point it's true like professor x is, is a great iconic character to people who love comics and not people who love comic book movies, but like Han Solo is, is an icon. And so you have to treat that with a lot more respect. I mean, who – like Chris Pratt could play him. I think he might be the, one of the only people that could unless you go find someone who's unknown. an up-and-comer and unknown, um, which might be Michael the way they Rosenbaum. go either. would be hilarious. To would be awesome. Um but I don't know, I mean, again, it boils down to this, like, Greg, you said two decades earlier, but you in can't. the original films, he was only supposed to be, like, 30.
2: Yeah, not even, I, I mean, think, and even. that was, that was, Han Solo that was story. the thing, yeah, I mean, but remember the last time that happened. I mean, happened. he was only,
1: like, 30 in the, in the original films, like, I, don't, I think he actually was in his 30s when he played that character. Yeah, but
2: I think the character's even younger, I think the character's supposed to be in his 20s. Like, I, I think, I think, because Luke's in his 20s, and they're supposed <laughs> to be, like, peers, you right. know, so it's, that's, that is the major, the major point, is that. For this story to work in my mind, they have to go way back, and we know what happened the last time we did that in Star Wars. So I, I don't. So I don't. I don't. I'm not saying we, you necessarily repl- you replicate it on Millennium Falcon. I just don't like that. That character, the way they, the way that they portrayed Anakin, <laughs> it doesn't have to be that way again. But sure. that character ruined Darth Vader, and so did Hayden Christensen. So like. When you when you picture those two characters and then you picture Darth Vader, those aren't the same people in my mm. mind. Like it's just like that's a bastardization of what Vader really was, and you don't want them to go down that road where they have to, people have to actually pretend that this Han Solo shit doesn't exist. I do think this is a very bold move. I don't think this is a story you really want to mess with. That's why I was excited with about Rogue One was it's a story that exists in the universe. It's a story that needs to be told. I think and it's super interesting and very important. And the and the biggest question we asked about that is oh who's gonna play Grand Moff Tarkin. That was like the biggest question we right. had there, right? Which
1: is, doesn't really matter, right? You can exactly. get Julianne Moore, great. She's Grandma Tarkin. Done. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She plays everything.
2: Yeah, you could. You so like Tarkin's an important character and a great character, and he was you know the leader of the Empire. Um the Wait, which one the was Emperor. the female?
1: I'm thinking. Mothmoth. Well, we that's what Moth, Moth, I'm sorry. Moth, that's yeah. what I meant. for Julianne Moore. Yeah. No. Sorry. Grandma Tarkin. I understand. Grandma <laughs> Tarkin. I, I, mean, mean, I thought Moth you were being. Right? She could do it. I thought you were being facetious, but she could do it. I'm sorry. I was mixing up my Star Wars
2: characters. Tart- so that was the biggest question we have. was like, all right, this is a great story to tell. It's an essential story to wh- how a new hope comes together. So, the well, biggest question we have is who's going to play Tarkin? Who's a character that I love, but not not a character that is relevant, revered, right? Yeah. But
1: but to to, to that point, call like that was a story. She said she mentioned one thing in passing where she's like, a lot of good people gave their lives to get this information or something. I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember what the actual quote was. A lot
2: of bothins died. A lot of died.
1: Right. So that when I was a kid was like, damn. I mean, that's something you just kind of glossed over there. I would like to know more about that. That is a story that actually begs to be told. Whereas Han Solo's uh, story, really, when you kind of boil boil it down to its uh, core essentials, is a story that not, not only doesn't need to be told, it's very dangerous to tell that story. Because you have a character that's at 100% right now. Like, you're actually operating at a disadvantage going back and telling that story because it's never going to be as cool as, like... As that character just sitting in a cantina in Tatooine—that's the first time we see him—and we learn that he—he—he's a gambler and a smuggler and he's good with a blaster and that's basically—and he's a cocky son of a bitch. That's all I needed to know about him. Going forward, go- that's great character development right there. Let's see what he does in this new set of circumstances where he has to be a good guy and not a smuggler and not a gambler and not a bad guy. Um, but going back and showing me him growing up as a kid and his parents dying or whatever it is and then being an orphan and befriending uh, Lando Calrissian and them going on the run together like uh, you know, like a buddy cop film. And then all of a sudden like something bad happens and he's like, well, oh, I got to go smuggle now. I got to work for the Empire. Oh, the Empire. No, they, they screwed me over. Now I got to be a bad guy. Oh, wait. And then it butts up against like now he has to find his redemption and new hope. Cool, I guess. There's but certain kinda... parts
3: of that that sound horrible, like the whole little kid and parents dying and blah blah blah. But him and Lando buddy cop from the guys that brought you 21
1: and 22 Jump Street, sign me the fuck up. For oh, that. I, would to- I would toast be <laughs> like, awesome. If they got like Michael B. Jordan to be Lando Calarizian, oh that God. would be amazing. Holy shit! <laughs> but again, it's one of those stories where I'm like, it th- does it need to be told? And that's and that's that's where I have my uh, my trepidation with this is that again, go you know, it's they've got the odds stacked against them in this it's a it's a big 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 deal to go back and retell more of Han Solo's story we're already we're already going to see more of him in episode 7 I'm already scared about that Of like please don't mess that character up because he's perfect right now it's so like anything you're going to add into that system is going to make him less perfect which which frightens me a little bit
2: Yeah, yeah if there are stories there are other stories that are begging to be told you know and that's Tell more Jedi stories, for Christ! sake. Yeah, I, like, there's I, I, a whole I, I, lineage
1: I, of Jedi. No, he's not a Jedi, Greg.
2: I appreciate... It can't be everything. Why I, I don't can't be everything. <laughs> I, respect, I, respect that they, I respect that they want to go back and fill in these stories. I don't want them to ignore the prequels either, because that was what was so exciting, again, about the Boba Fett story was there. It seemed like such an elegant solution, whether it was a rumor, an abs- unsubstantiated rumor or not. It was so elegant, the idea behind that movie, that I was like, wow, that's brilliant. Like, what else can you fix? Explain, almost, explain,
3: explain what you're talking about, though, for the people that don't know.
2: So the idea of Boba Fett's, the rumor about Boba Fett's standalone, which was supposed to be the one that was after Rogue One, so the 2018 movie was, um, and that was a rumor again, I don't know if it was ever true or got off the board. Which the ground is now or, this one. Yeah, exactly. Now Well, it's supposed to be that Boba Fett, the Boba Fett we know from Empire and Jedi is not Boba Fett. That it's he, not Jango Fett's son. Right, exactly. Like like he kills, at some point, Jango Fett's son and takes his armor and and a, and... A, and, and and becomes Boba Fett, and so the Boba Fett we know it's is the best is, thing in the world. So it, it was basically a way to say like, no, the Boba F-, like because everyone's like, fuck, they fucked Boba Fett. up. I'm like, no, 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 they didn't. The Boba Fett you knew is not that Boba Fett, because and that was and that was so that was such an el- I couldn't believe how elegant that sounded. I was like, wow, like yeah, but think about I would never thought of that.
1: Think about how many possibilities that opens. Right? Why did he kill him to take his identity? Was he running from something else? What did he do something Jar-Jar. else that was hardcore that he had to get a different identity or was he what did he see that as an opportunity to kind of skip a couple letters in the ladder or levels in the ladder and 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 take this person's already sort of established reputation and blow it out i don't know it's cool that would be Yeah, that cool. sounds
0: really cool it's awesome um again I, that I,
1: movie's more exciting to me than the han solo me too just because again boba fett was one of those characters that was you were like i want to see more of this guy like to me he was the coolest one, top three coolest characters in star wars boba fett and you only saw him for probably total screen time like 30
2: minutes Across, no, 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 I would across all three films. It, Boba Fett. Oh, oh, you mean? Oh, you mean in and two as well? Two, yeah, because he was in oh, two okay, for a you know, minute, He's in the two he's for like, a lot. He's of, no he's, use to me if he's dead. And Vader's like, shut up. Oh, wait, I'm talking about episode two. So you're talking about <laughs> you're talking about Empire and Jedi because I was going to say you might see Boba Fett for less than five minutes. Oh, an Empire, I'm talking about Empire and Jedi. Okay, where like you know That's he's
1: he's saying. he's on Cloud City for a while and then you know he's there for a bit and then he's, he's in the there. whole first like hour of of uh,
2: Jedi he's there but I was just Jedi. saying in terms of when you see him I bet you it's less
1: than five minutes maybe it might be and that's and that was what was so cool about it but that was cool and like you saw that one scene where he's sitting there with all the bounty hunters and you're like this is dope like all you have to do is make him the good guy or actually the protagonist against all these other bounty hunters and boom there's your movie yeah. like there was a uh, I think it was um, Shadows of the Empire handled that yeah. where he goes he has to transport uh, Han Solo from Cloud City to uh, Jabba the Hutt and like all these other bounty hunters try to get, yeah, like, attack him. And yeah, like and it's 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 the cool story because you're like, well, he's the best of all the bad guys, so I'm rooting for him. Uh, similar to like you rooting for a Tony Soprano character where you're like, this guy's a bad guy, but in this story, I'm kind of rooting for him. That could be cool, that could be very cool.
2: Yeah, I'll be interested to see to see how this all goes down because I agree, like, that even is an interesting story about how he how he acquired Han like you know how he was going to go after Han how he how he hatched his plot and what the other five bounty hunters were thinking too and those stories have been because they all went about it in a different way in the books right and they did try to tell those stories about how IG-88 went about it his way I think uh for Loam and who was it Forlome and Zuckus know were like partners and stuff like that so mm. like there's all these all these different stories I, I I don't know you just have to pick up like I want them to watch the movies very deeply and it seems like that's where Rogue One came from it's like something was said and it's like that, that that's an that's an interesting story yeah. like what who the hell did steal the death star plans this seems a little less thoughtful but we don't know anything we'll about see. it we'll see but I mean, i'm, I'm super wary it. about it this is the first thing i've heard where i'm like i'm not really into it you know from the, from like, the new from star the Wars. New sure. jj stuff yeah um
1: i will say this and i said this before i know it's a i know it's a tremendous pipe dream but i really hope that like 10 years from now they just go back and redo the original the the first three movies i just i want them to just have the balls to be like, you know what? We're going to retell that story again, and it's going to tie into the canon that we're setting up with these last like six films. I just think that would be amazing.
2: I don't think that that's I don't think that that's necessarily out of this world in terms of an idea. Like I'm I'm sure that that idea has come up, and it might be something they want to do. I, I would love for them to be like, what nothing that happened in the first like when they bought it and they were like everything like these things are no longer canon. Mm-hmm. I want I wanted them so badly to be like the peoples are no longer canon. Like, no, that, they're not I real think. Star Wars movies, you know, and in and, and our hearts, they're not real Star Wars movies. Anyone who grew up with Star Wars from, an, from an, you know, from the back of the day, I don't know fucking one of them that likes it, like, not a single person. That well, the problem is
0: that Clone Wars, the cartoon spun out of it, right? And people love that. Sure, You can, you can work that Just go it. back
1: and do an alternate telling of the stories. I mean, ca- recast Samuel L. Jackson as even a bigger character yep. in this, and he's going to be the pivotal role. Don't kill okay. Maul.
2: You're right. And don't kill let him live Darth Maul. And bring his, his third ass back. One? Yeah. Let yeah. Anakin fight him. Would have been cool. That's so like, final it's question, like no brainer stuff, you know? Like, yeah, I know. Do, do you
0: think and, and think through your responses on this mm-hmm. before you just shout out your knee jerk reaction? Do you think in the Han Solo prequel, Harrison Ford will pop up? Will there be some kind of Spock v Spock thing, and maybe not them meeting, mind you, but a, him narrating this story? He's oh. telling his kids this story. Is yes. that a, yeah, narration or something
3: like that. Yeah, visually seeing him? No, maybe we'll get some type of like. Anakin's shadowy type thing Where like he looks in the mirror And it's like Whoa.
0: He's drugged or, or something And he like sees old yeah. Harrison Ford
3: I'll, The narration thing That sounds yeah. Pretty
0: Correct Because the, st- the story could end it, Or the movie ends And then there's like A, a, b- a bunch of black or whatever Or his, it's as, it's 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 the post credit scene And then it's just like Harrison Ford's voice And like But I didn't even tell you About my greatest adventure oh, so Just like Big Boss Yeah Spoilers what? Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like don't. That.
1: Han Solo will return in Waddle's Revenge. <laughs> I get you best deals. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. You Solo. I don't see them doing the narration just because that's out of form for Star Wars. And I think what they're trying to do is keep the.
0: But I, well, do I need to read the quote again?
1: Go ahead. Did you read the quote it's before? It's,
0: yeah, of course I did. Thanks for listening. God, right, it's 31 minutes ago. We promise to take risks to give audience to give the audience a fresh experience and we pledge ourselves to be faithful stewards of
1: these characters who mean so much to us. That's possible. Yeah. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. I it's just we'll see what happens with Harrison Ford being in episode 7 cuz I don't know if they tr- if that character uh, comes across as Han Solo for me again, then I'm, going to, I'm all for it. He's gonna be awesome. I don't know. I mean, he's even, gonna Even awesome. in the trailer, I'm like, oh, man, it's oh, no, it, so no, Harrison no, Ford.
0: No, in the trailer, the first time you watched it, he said, Chewie we're home," and you said it, you teared up. Yes, and then so then don't be saw, like, nah,
1: it's, it's, no, no, no. Then, we, it's, saw, it's, it's, then nah. we saw him, and I was like, oh, it, it looks. It'll all depend on how how he, well he comes off in the. Film. How much Harrison Ford cares. <laughs> I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to, right? Because he care. I mean, he cared about Indiana Jones, and he, he in that in Indiana Jones was good. The the crystal uh, Kingdom yeah, of the he crystal was not skull. the problem. He wasn't the problem necessarily, but he cared, You could tell he was like, "I'm going to get back into this. I'm going to be, I'm going to be this character again." But that really is something that you have to struggle with when you bring these older actors back who are are so established. Because you have to also remember that Harrison Ford was nothing when he did Han Solo the first time. He was nothing. He had done like, I think he had done like, uh, uh, he had been in like a Kubrick film. I think he was in um, uh, Eyes Wide uh, Shut. No, that would be hilarious if he's just in the background like, <laughs> hey, guys, with a mask on. Was he like, in American Graffiti? He was in American Graffiti. And he was also in like uh, – I think he was in a Kubrick film that was uh, about the bomb. Uh, Dr. Strangelove. I think he was in that. Or maybe I'm thinking someone else. It doesn't matter. He wasn't that – he wasn't established as an actor. This is what broke him out. And so that, that was the power of that. Like we didn't know who Mark Hamill was. We didn't necessarily know who Carrie Fisher was. We didn't know who uh, Harrison Ford was. And now 40 years later, how many films has he done? Like hundreds at this point. It's like he's got to get back into that headspace, and it mm-hmm. might be hard for him. All right. Colin, what's your topic? Yes.
2: Well, the last two weeks, I went for some heavy-hitting topics, So today, uh, which was uh, the Confederate flag and then gay marriage. So this time I thought I'd bring a little more uh, levity to the situation, perhaps? Maybe Eugene not, levity. Uh, Eugene mm. levity. Uh, American pie. Still got it. American pie. So uh, I want to just talk about it. You know, this will be a quick one. What is your favorite season? Hmm. So you have only four options: summer, spring, fall, and winter. Or solstice. Or solstice. Or which autumn, is not, which is not indeed a season. <laughs> or autumn. Autumn. Uh, autumn. If you're in in Europe, if you're in Britain.
3: Autumn's so weird because it's spelled all weird. It bothers me. Always has bothered me, and I will never forget it because in a second grade spelling test, I messed it That's up. What you, that was the one that yeah. got you. That Sorry goddamn goddamn about that, bro. Silent
0: N. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get you every time Uh, My favorite is fall I love fall I love everything about fall I like that it's like Granted, we live in San Francisco now So we have no seasons But I like San Francisco Because it's almost always fall You know what I mean? The weather here is usually Mm. fall But I like fall In a real part of the country Because the leaves change And it's pretty It gets to be sweatshirt weather Which is awesome Mm. It's Halloween My favorite holiday Uh, There's good food, of course With your Thanksgiving Getting mixed in there and stuff too Football's back You gotta go back to school Which sucks I won't lie to you. All the good games start coming out, though. You mm. know what I mean? That starts. But it's just the, the smell of fall in, for me, the suburbs of Chicago or Missouri or whatever. But, like, like that feeling of fall. Fall has a feel. That, that, you know, chill in the air. You go out and you pick your pumpkins. You're doing all this what? stuff. You go out and you pick your pumpkins at oh. a pumpkin patch. You ever heard of this? Oh, yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, you pick thing. your pumpkins. You make them. You put them on the stuff. Mm-hmm. The colors are nice. I mean, even for, like, when you're drawing stuff in school. You got your browns and your oranges and your reds. You're, you're making, making some... your turkeys with your hands. You're making the turkeys with your hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fall's the best. I don't know, man. I think
3: anyone that doesn't say summer is crazy.
0: You're stupid. It's too
3: hot. I mean, some okay, except it's not. It is. If you're born and raised in San Francisco. Even today it was summer. too hot. Today is a hot day. I don't like today, but I don't blame the summer for that. I, I blame global warming and other God things that I don't understand. damn it. Obama. But it's not Obama's fault. Summer is the right answer because you're not in school. And forever, that'll be a big deal to me. I don't care that I'm a grown-ass man now and I don't actually get summers. Sure. It's one of those things where I see all the kids out there, all those little boys and girls touching each other and stuff. Wow. Getting their boba tea. And where are you like, at I that you see boys and you. girls
1: touching each other? Maybe you shouldn't it's go perfect. anymore as a... They do the thing where they're
0: like yeah. one hands in each other's pockets.
3: And they're walking like penguins when it's like they, they can't... Holding hands isn't enough. They need to be literally wrapped around each other and like walk in synchronization. Cute. Yeah. I'm not down with that because I was always way taller than them and it's just like it's weird to get like the motion right with your steps.
1: I appreciate that. Sure. But sure. Uh,
3: anyway, these are summer problems, you know, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that a lot. And when is Coke best? Yeah, that's right. Summer. What does summer no, mean? Su-
0: it's the best in the airplane. We've covered this. It's when you're in best. an airplane and you get a can of Coke, that's the best Coke you'll ever no, have. No, it's the best at. The fountain beverage no. place. If you're if you're because terrestrial and you're on good. the ground, mm-hmm. the best Coke you'll get in a little aluminum bottles with the twist off caps. Cool. Those things are manufactured from magic.
3: Yeah, there's to, I just love Coke. But anyways, summer's great because you're not in school. E3 happens. All these great things happen. E3 happens It gives you blue balls. Yeah, but it's like it's a good jump off point for you to get excited about shit. I like getting excited about
0: shit. I guess, but I mean, like summer too hot. Then mm. Antamina. I enjoyed a good summer as a child. You know what I mean? I'm off school, which is amazing. Of course, that's the big pro. Too hot, con. It, there are no games, theoretically. There, mm-hmm. Now it's different, but when we were growing up, dead zone, nothing's happening. We figure in the fall, all the games are popping off. You're getting Smash Brothers. You're staying over at your friend's house every Friday through Sunday. You come back, you go to school, you didn't do your homework. You, you know, you're having those kind of events. Things mm-hmm. are happening there. Mm-hmm. I think the the. Forcing people to be together and go to school or whatever is then making it where you can blow off steam on the weekend together that much more exciting. On Tuesday, you're thinking about the Friday night party or event or movie you're going to. Whereas with the summer, what somebody's living in your house on your couch forever. But I mean that's I love that. It's someone living with you, and all of a sudden you become
3: nocturnal, and none of this heat stuff matters because you never see day, and it's
1: the best. I love summer. I want it. Back I'm to surprised say you say that because last time we were in LA, we were in North Hollywood for uh, doing the Kevin Pereira thing, and it was so Game hot dropping. that all three of you were like, "I'm melting." It's so hot, and Tim, you were the worst. You were like, "Yeah, this heat shit is bad, bro. It's hella bad." I know it's hella bad and it's Kevin true. was like I'm sweating but I'm always sweating so there's no real difference yeah. Kevin just is it must, his, his world is different than his ours his
2: natural state He's is just, is just sweat. sweating
1: <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> which I, I respect that about you Kevin you're honest about it you're open about it and that's good um, it de- for me it depends on where I'm at geographically because if I'm in Southern California, summer is my favorite I love the heat, I like wearing flip flops and shorts I like being tan, I like going to the beach or being by the pool, I like all the activities that a hot sunny day represent, including barbecuing love barbecuing, having said that, you can still barbecue in the fall, Yep. depending yep. on where you're at and sometimes it's even more fun because it's cold outside and you're drinking yeah. and barbecuing and you go inside um, but up here I gotta go with the fall, I love the fall up here um, you actually feel the season there's that one day, there's always that one day where you're like, oh It's chilly. It's the fall. Yeah, I just felt it. I like Um, that. I like that a lot. And I also love. uh, I like any. I like sweater weather. I like. I like being able to layer up. Yep. I like having to wear a jacket. For the longest time, uh, when I when I first moved up here, I didn't have a jacket because I didn't own a jacket like a big coat. In Southern California, there was no reason to. If it was slightly chilly outside, you just dealt with it, because mm-hmm. like you know, in Irvine or in Orange County, unless you're by the beach, you're by the beach, and you need a sweatshirt, or you know, you wrap a blanket around you, or whatever. If you're gonna fall asleep on the beach, and you know, a nice romantic evening with yourself. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, spent so many years in 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 SoCal and like a Newport Beach, where you're just, it's just the day. The day was just about kind of getting up and throwing flip flops on and just going out and I just hanging out.
3: Man. I love that's, them. That's cool one yeah. of the things i like least about summer really why do you not like flip flops because I, my feet just aren't used to it every single time break I, I wear flip flops it you like you get the calluses i get calluses i get fucking Blister. cuts and shit yeah. blisters it's like dude i don't understand you're walking around
0: you gotta all flip-floppy you got a spring shit. for good flip flops is your thing no, but you're, I, you're I, buying I that shitty dollar no. store Walgreens no 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 about the rainbows
1: you got a, it. The, the rainbows you have day. to br- you have to break in. You have to break those in with your feet. Like your feet have to get used to that and have to develop a little bit of a callus because yeah. the rubbing. The first time I went back to flip flops in a long time, I got the blisters. Also, now I just my feet are normal because I bring them with me everywhere I go. So like I brought flip flops with me to Momocon. And I'm bringing them with me to San Diego Comic Con for if I'm just going out of the hotel, walking to Starbucks and coming back. And I don't you know. No one's going to judge me. Like well, Alexis isn't going to see me. like, why are you wearing flip flops with jeans? It's is disgusting. It's Which she she really says least every single time. In the entire world. She hates it. And so, but if I you guys are out there, she wearing knows about flip-flops like war, famine, right? Yeah, she does. Right. But yeah, it's Alexis. This is what to her. This is what causes war and famine. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Just poor fashion choices. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, that that will forever be me. And also, you know, I grew up in a, in a really, really hot. Uh, Part of Southern California it was like the Inland Empire, which is the dry desert. And so you're talking about heat. That's 105, 110 sometimes in the summer. And so you have to be in a pool. So you'd be like – you'd set the barbecue, jump in the pool, and then kind of get out, check it, make yourself a cocktail, come back. Into the, you know. And then, like I've said before, if your parents are out of town, this is what you do. You set the air conditioning as low as humanly possible, and you make the entire interior of the house an ice box, so that when you come back in, you immediately cool off. And then you get a little chilly, and you want to go back out into the heat. Thus ensuring that when your mom comes back and sees that bill, she screams at you for 10 days straight.
2: You gotta, you gotta be, that's the thing, man, with, with the heat and the the air conditioner is like, I remember with the air conditioner and the heater in my house, Mm -hmm. I knew the sound of my dad pulling up the street and getting in and I would like fucking run all the way, like down the hallway, down the stairs, like to the thermostat and like turn it back to where it was and then run back upstairs and he would still know. Yeah. Of course he would. He would walk in and be like, it's too hot in here. Like, if it was the winner or whatever, yep. I'd be like... I'm like, he's like, you playing with the heater or whatever? And I'm like, no, I'm not. He's like, you playing with the heater? <laughs> you know? And, I'd the be second like, time and I'm like, and I'm like, like yeah. yeah. And he's like, what'd you have it on? I'm like, I had it on 67. And he'll continue to look at you and be like... It was 70 you know and he's like come on Colin. the fuck out of here yeah yep. yeah he knew you, he knew you. <laughs> they for always me, knew it, for me it was
1: the opposite <laughs> it was the AC and so like my parents had one air conditioning unit but it was one of those older air, like now they have like one that is smart enough to air condition whatever part of the house you're in so you feel like I'm just downstairs you head downstairs and it won't bother wasting the space because that's a pretty considerable expense if you got a two-story house like yeah, we definitely. grew up in right you're just you're air conditioning the entire square footage of the upstairs and you don't really need that because you're not existing up there and so if I'd have had that when I was a kid would have given us a little break but I'm I mean, we used, must have caused – I must owe my parents thousands of dollars in air <laughs> conditioning bills. And we're talking about two, a two-story house that's pretty big in Riverside. And so – and my brother and I were assholes. We would keep it on – Constantly I mean Because we liked going to bed With it freezing like, oh, yeah, I would go yeah. to bed With it freezing Where almost You could almost see my breath And then I would put Like five blankets on my bed And my mom's like Why are you doing this and I was yeah. like That's how I like to sleep Yeah, comfortable. About it, man. it's comfortable yeah. It's just like It's
3: comfortable It feels right
1: Even now when I go to hotels Like when, you know when we sit at the hotel In, in San Diego I, The first thing I do I drop the bags I feel the temperature It's No matter what It's too hot and too humid I crank the AC down to like 65 Maybe 62 that's yeah, it. hotels are something special. Just because you just get to go and just get just whatever you whatever you We talked about this, yeah. but the shower the. Showers what's, and the... Th- what's the first thing you guys do when you go into a hotel room by yourself? Beat it. You just beat that thing like a. Do you? <laughs> no, you the door's its... not even closed. You got to mark the out. territory. Yeah. Like, no, nah,
0: oh, it's usually door. go to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> I yeah. explore. Yeah? Yeah, I do a little explore. You just open things up? Yeah, just, you know, see what's, what, it, what it is. Yeah. I, I immediately shed clothes. I'll be honest with you. Like, I walk in and I just like... Because usually, usually it's after a significant p- portion oh, of travel. You. Wow. And you feel so confined that you're like, I've been in these shoes and these pants yeah. and these underwear for so long that I just want to, like, just take it all off for a second and just be the way God intended
2: us to be. I don't think I've ever said to myself, I've been in this these underwear for so long. <laughs> you know I mean?
1: Like, when you're on a plane, you you
2: feel just no, physically absolutely.
1: cramped and then you get
2: to the You, get the, you going, get the back sweat uh, uh, uh,
1: the back sweats. The sweat and the grundle. And somebody then, right in
0: front of you cough with their mouth open for no fucking ah, reason.
1: Ah! ah you just want to be like, you do the column where you already look, the disapproving look up and down. Yeah. And they're not getting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I totally. I I'm right that. there with you. And so yeah, and then you got the cab ride in where the guy's like, you yeah. only take cash, and you're like, no, it's illegal for you to say that. And it's a whole rigmarole. And then when you get to the hotel, then that you gotta wait in the line of the thing, and the person's like, I don't have you here. and You're like, no, it's scarping, scarping, S-C-A. Give me the thing. Give me the thing. And you type it in yourself. And then you finally get up. And maybe your card works. Your room's not ready yet. Or the room's not ready yet. The right? room's not ready is the worst. But so finally, you get there and the room's ready. And you walk in. And you 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 just drop the bag and you close the door and it's silence. And you just turn the AC down as far as seemingly possible. And just in one fell swoop, just and your just clothes come off. Uh huh. And you just you just sit there. You maybe you go to the bathroom. bathroom. That's probably the number one thing I do after that. Yeah. So I just sit on the toilet. See what happens.
2: Sometimes you gotta to be. Good. You got to be. Kind of...
1: The worst is when you're with people and they're like, "Okay, meet back downstairs in five minutes." You're like, "No." So you mean no. every single time we ever Every travel, time we go anywhere, it's ever. like me back downstairs five minutes. I was like, I need at least 15 minutes to decompress. But
3: it's this weird pressure, and we do this to ourselves, where I feel like we do that because we feel like everyone else wants to do that. But we all know we none for of now us now
2: want to know that. You can know that whenever we travel together, I don't want to see you guys at all. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just going to stay in my room, and you guys just let me know when we well, have go to a When we go to, go to, to SGC panel.
0: next week, we'll all come in and just immediately go into the rooms. We're sharing rooms again. We'll go and just get naked together and lay on the beds. Wait. Poop. Whatever we need to do. Hold on. Together? Or yeah. In, like in one room? Well, there's two rooms of two people.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nick and I have a good time when we. Yeah. We do. We Nick chat with like him. Yeah. Girls. I, we, now,
0: remember, we got to correct it. This time when we get there to check in, we ask for adjoining rooms. Yes. So we can have the door open. That'll be really good. Middle of the night water That's balloon really fight. That's I need.
2: Yeah. Big uh, old fire it's ants. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Before we move on, I just want to say I, I respect the, well, the, the, Did you pick one? No, pick no, no. The, <laughs> the summer coming from where I come from is just way too fucking. Exactly. Angry. Human and shit. Uh, Long Island summers are just awful, just so fucking awful. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. I, the summer, it, 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 the summer also meant something when I was younger, and it doesn't mean anything anymore. That's the other thing. It just doesn't mean anything. It's a very nostalgic time. I remember, you know, sure. How does it not, not mean anything any- anymore? How does the summer not mean anything anymore? Do you anymore? mean to you, or do you mean in general? Well, if it doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't mean anything to anyone. Okay. You see, I thought you were just
0: making the declarative statement that summer was now meaningless to the world. To the world. It, well, you're gonna it, say it,
2: with it, internet or some connection. I don't know. No. But, well, the. The internet might have something to do with that more generally. I feel like the summer just doesn't have any re- resonance with me after – it wasn't even – like in college, my first two years in college, I went home. So it even meant something then. But at those last years I was in college, I stayed in Boston. So at that point when I was twenty twenty one, like summers were just re- – they didn't have any meaning. I was in no, class yeah. and all that kind of stuff and just like oh, taking yeah. weird things. Once
0: mm. I got to IGN and you know, I was out of a college town because I worked at the Trib, you know, after college where it was still – the economy's based on Mizzou. And I got – like here I would – it would be middle July. And I'd be like, all oh, right, you know. People aren't in school right now. Like, that's yeah. not happening. You know what I mean? You totally lose sight of all that. It's
3: weird because then you get old and your summers go away. But what, what's been super weird for me is the fact that at IGN, it, we didn't have summers, but we got winter breaks still. None of my other friends that had real jobs had winter break. Yeah. So we'd get like two weeks off, sometimes more, yeah. depending on what was going on. And uh, it's weird that now, now it's gone. Now we have no breaks ever. For the rest of our lives We can, we, we, we can, mean, take, we can theoretically well, Take a the, we, we let's want Let's take a
0: six month Sabbatical we, right yeah, now We can
3: take summer can I, can I ask for us To have summers I feel like that'd be Pretty
1: dope If, if we, we had summers, summers off, Yeah that'd Maybe cool. when we have More people working for us we That might be cool. Slightly <laughs> detrimental To the uh, success Of our business Are But Kevin could just Take over summer? Yeah you'll be fine Right Kevin Kevin you're okay For three months on your, on your own right Just go to You just do all the parts Yep. Just put all the mics by you And be like Oi I'm Greg Miller And then go over To the next one And be like I disapprove Of everything that you're saying and then be like this. What? No. Hello. And then when you get. That me, sounds a lot like your amazing. Sean Finnegan.
0: Now your Sean Finnegan's becoming your Tim Geddes. No, the Tim
1: Geddes
2: has always been like, what? No. Hello. It's always That's been Tim. Right. Always been Tim. It's Pretty spot on. Uh, so I will say, spring is garbage. No one cares about spring. spring. So it really comes down. So it really comes down to. So it really comes down to fall and winter. Now I respect the All fall right. because the fall is when hockey comes back. It's when football come back. Comes back, like Greg said. Uh, it's tolerable. I I like playing outside during the fall. I don't feel like you're going to fucking die and have a heat stroke. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I, my answer is definitively winter. Wow. Um, and I, I think winters with snow, like New York winters are pretty bad, but Boston winters are atrocious. They're the worst. Um, there's just something and I'm not even be, trying to be Colin-like like to say, I say Who this. didn't see
1: this coming? Colin just, chooses winter. There's something, like the there's the something winters is, in Boston are, like, going north of the wall, dude. It's fucking horrible over yeah, there.
2: Yeah, I know. It's and, terrible. And uh, there's something amazing about it just being dead. You know what I mean? Like, everything is just dead. You know, and you go outside, and it's just, there's no plants, no animals, People are dressed up like Eskimos walking around. Mm-hmm. You can't see the ice, faces, here. It, it, the ice climbers. The ice climbers reminds you of them. It does remind me of them, and it makes you sad. So I, I, but here's the thing. Here's the reason. But here's the, But here's the real reason why I like winter. Winter always inspired me. It was always when I wanted to write. It was always when I wanted to read you I like I had a skylight in my room growing up and I remember like it would be like covered in snow and I'd like open it to get the snow off and then it would fall and there was like a tree that was like over my skylight that was like dead and stuff and then you look I'd look in the backyard and it was just w- covered with white and like there's something about that that brought out a lot of creative energy in me so like I always I always liked winter for those reasons like I was like this is when I want to play games this is when I want to immerse myself in some fiction this is when I want to mm-hmm kind of just stay inside in front of you know our our fireplace or in front of our our wood burning stove and just kind of like read a book or something i i like winter because it's the great excuse to not go outside sure when you do go outside during the winter then you know you do funny things And, and you know we used to uh in our in our neighborhood we used to build uh uh and by we, I really, mean was, it was instigated by my friends Mike and Brian, would build things like huge snowmen in the middle of the road, which then people would have to, like, run over to get over them or whatever. Yeah. And, and 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 there's just a weird rule set to winner, you know? Like, there's just... To just be a hooligan? Is that what you guys used to do when you went out? No, we just thought it was funny. I remember, I'll never forget we built a huge snowman in the middle of the road and a, a, a school bus just fucking like, like, fucking ran it over. This is <laughs> hilarious. Um... But it's like when there's like you're wishing that there's no school, and yeah, I'm that's playing a cool tons of hockey. I'm going out to the ponds and playing hockey and hoping I don't fall in, which would happen sometimes because the ice wasn't ready. And uh, you know, all of these I don't know, there's just something special about winter. I don't think you can deny that how special winter is. Now, I understand spring is when things are re, you know reborn, but that's not exciting to me. What's oh, exciting, spring's to me,
0: exciting the first time you can put your windows down, you're driving around, I guess.
2: I love San Francisco. San Francisco is spring all the time or fall all the time, which is nice. Everything at all times. Yeah, winter sucks. I do want to give a
0: shout out to hot chocolate though, in yeah. terms of winter. <laughs> there's up there's ups and there's pros and cons for each one of these seasons. Mm-hmm. But yeah, winter I, I no, winter I can't stand. Really? But yeah, it's gross, it's disgusting. And at least it's Chicago, so it's fucking snows out of the blue, it's so fucking cold, salt trucks go by, everyone's got that fucking gray film on their cars just from l- trying mm-hmm. to survive in this forever. Yeah. Oh, it's four thirty in the afternoon, pitch fucking black outside. This is fun. What a great fucking place to live! I like short days. <laughs> so depressing. You leave school, it's already dark. You're like, oh my
1: god. Yeah, I'm the opposite of that one. I like, I like when the days are long. I like to, I like to feel like the daytime
2: is, and like an 8:30 sunset. Like, oh, that's yeah, that's great. But I, 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 why? Why? Like, what? What is? I don't, I don't understand this. You're not gonna, It's not like Greg goes outside. See, this is the the random the thing that I really need to know about this. Is that it's not like Greg's an outdoorsman. He's not like hiking. You know. Yeah. So like, what? He's what Sean be- Finney, what yeah. benefit yeah. are you, are you getting from a long day? Well, the
0: long days are significantly better in the weather-wise. So, again, the windows can be open. There can be a breeze. You can hear birds chirping. If if we're back to being... Again, you're not an outdoorsman now either. If we're back to being kids, you can go play in the yard. You can still ride your bikes.
3: That was my thing. The longer days meant that I could stay at Kevin's longer before I had to go home. Because the bus would be... Like, my mom didn't want me taking the bus in the dark and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. So, it was always weird because it's longer in the summer, right? Like, the days are longer in the summer? Yeah. So... I was a little thrown off by that because I was like, "Fuck!" I wish that the days were longer in the the winter time because the summer I, I can fucking stay forever because I don't have school or anything, so I sure, can sleep over sure. for me the entire months. But uh, I wanted the winter to be longer so that on like random school nights and shit, I could stay out longer. Mm-hmm. It was hard, man. Life's so hard when you're a kid. Life's
1: really hard when you're a kid. Yeah, to me, now. to me, that that is a good point because when I was a kid, the nighttime was when I had to come back in. Because apparently, to my mother, the nighttime represented death. They or I don't know what. That's yeah, what it. That's uh, Castlevania, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she was always like, "You can do whatever you want, but you should do it before the sunset." And I'm like, "All right." And I tested it a couple times. I didn't die, but I got her wrath. Um, it's like the light.
0: You're like chasing the light. The light's following yeah. you and getting like dark. that. The Some, darkness is coming right. It's, you. it's like
1: Chronicles of Riddick. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I used to love the night. I used to be very, very nocturnal. When I got married, my wife loves it, the sunshine. Mostly because I think it does. It actually affects your mood as well. Like, yeah. the, the sunnier it is outside, the more you go outside, the happier you're going to be. I mean, I think that's just the way it works. Vitamin D. Yeah, science. Um, but, yeah, I also just, again, coming from SoCal, like, the longer the day, the more, the longer the barbecue can last before it goes night. And night's when the party really begins. Right, Kev? <laughs> Kevin's wearing a How to Train Your Dragon shirt right now. And I like that. I like that a lot. Limited run, he says. Hey. Nick. Yes. What's your topic? Uh, my topic today is Netflix. Hey! And so recently, here's what's been happening. I go home. The old habits die hard, right? Um, I go home and I immediately turn the TV on. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing on. Sure. Never. There's never anything on. Uh, my wife leaves it on MSNBC, so uh, more often than not when I'm eating dinner, I just end up watching news, which is good. It's. I mean, I'm a little bit more informed than I was even a month ago. But now... I sort of gravitate toward just immediately turning my PS4 on and going over the Netflix app and just keeping that on and just kind of blading through and seeing what else, else is there. So I'm wondering what your guys' habits are in regards to Netflix. Has it become a staple in your life? Mm. Is it – because Hulu is nipping at its toes. Like Hulu is trying to get as much content as humanly possible. Uh, but Netflix really is – to me is this is this synonymous – it's synonymous with cable. It's synonymous with the HBO. It is sort sure. of the thing. One of my go-to systems.
0: Yeah, I mean, for I mean, like for me, what you, where I am with Netflix, right? is constant disappointment. I feel like, yeah, is that I turn it on, I have built out my list, mm-hmm. and I only watch TV or I only watch anything that speaks at me when I'm extremely tired and can't don't want to play a game sure. or when I'm going to eat something. You just want to have something on while you eat, right? right? And so. Right, right now we're in a great time for video games so when Christine and I sit down to eat we're looking for something 30 minutes or less right. we don't want to be committed to a movie here or everything else so then it's mainly what do you want to watch I don't want to you go back around You're like, I want to watch It Follows It Follows is it on there I thought it was I, I some kid tweets me about The Bridge that documentary about the Golden Gate Bridge yeah. and I was like I've been waiting for that and he said he watched it on Netflix I was like yeah can't find it of course he's in Canada, Canada or whatever. My like, God, God, God damn it! And Canada. so it's just like I have all these things on there. I never really want to watch. I settle a lot on things to watch. Right. Once in a while, there will be like that the morning the other day where I was like, "All right, let's watch the Chic. Watch the Sheik documentary. I'm like that was great. That's awesome. But Christine's not a big documentary person, so I don't watch a lot. of it. I have to try mm-hmm. to figure out when I'm watching these documentaries by myself.
1: The Sheik, I watch the Chic, by the way. It's good. It's depressing. Yeah, but good. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's that's kind of where I'm at too. Is that every day I go home. And we go – and, I, and I, I I kind of log on to Netflix and I blade through all the options. And inevitably, I spend more time adding things to my queue that I never intend to watch than I yeah. do actually watching anything with the exception of I was – we were in Santa Cruz last weekend for the 4th of July. And I walked onto the boardwalk and I was like, oh, right. This is where they shot Lost Boys. I wonder – and I, I looked at it. It was very fascinating to me to, to see the, the boardwalk and then immediately jump on Netflix where Lost Boys was. I remember because I put it on my queue. I was like, oh, it's on my queue watched it two days later and was like this is really cool to see how they photographed the boardwalk and how they made it bigger and how they made it a little bit more like they made it feel that had that sense of mystery at night and like there was all these things happening in reality the boardwalks just kind of it's not that big it's a disaster and it's a disaster so and week, it's yeah. mostly just um Fucking things that shouldn't be beach. frozen and refried what? Frozen oh my god why is it
0: a disaster
3: <laughs> dude it was like so this, this not to go all, too much on a tangent fine, but this we weekend in santa cruz was just so we didn't go with Nick. Me and my friends went separate of him. And I'm surprised we didn't cross paths at some point. But It, it was impossible. There's so many sense. people down there. We even so each other. There so many motherfuckers. And people go on this, this damn beach. It was like shoulder to shoulder just people. But
1: what I didn't understand is every single group had a tent. Yeah. That was weird. And I remember when I was a kid, having a tent meant that you were a quitter. When you went to the beach in Southern California, if you had a tent, it meant that, you, like, what are you doing on the beach? Get off the beach. Yeah. No one had tents. Fucking leave. All you did was you brought a blanket. If you were a family, you brought a big blanket that inevitably <laughs> that inevitably got way too much sand in it and it became the bane of your existence from that point on until the next time you went to the beach, where you're like, just you're constantly shaking this damn blanket out. You had that, a cooler, and like your parents would have the chairs. Because for some stupid reason, your parents never bought four chairs, they just bought two for themselves, the selfish <laughs> bastards. And so you'd always be like, Well, I guess I'll just sit in the fucking sand. <laughs> <laughs> and you would just sit down right Or they'd be like go play in the ocean You go play in the ocean Come back and you sit in the mud Because at that point you would sit in the sand It would become, become kind of wet dirty sand um, But we go to Santa Cruz And I'm like literally in shock It is wall to wall Well there's no walls But like every square foot foot of the beach Was covered in a gigantic tent And so people got there early in the morning and put a fucking huge tent up and never saw the sun. So for someone who doesn't go to the beaches and wasn't raised at the beaches, you're saying
0: tent. Do you mean like a camping tent? Do you mean like a raised top tent? There was
3: camping tents. There was just giant umbrellas that were like unnecessary. There was these weird like greenhouse looking things that were just like, like everything was translucent. I'm like, why? Like, what's the point of this thing? Like,
1: what are you shielding yourself from? Do you know when you go to a street fair? Yes. And they they put the big canopies up that yeah. are like the, you know for, like like I do for tailgating, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there was it was just all that. Okay. Maybe like one dude had an umbrella and he was like the he was the outcast. Everyone's like, <laughs> "Get <laughs> out of here, <laughs> poor, poor guy." Like yeah, come on. But it was crazy cuz I'm like it's not, a, it's not that sunny. It was, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like it wasn't strikingly hot, so you didn't need to escape from the heat. All it was a really t-
3: weird weekend and it was very like San Francisco and weather where it was like very foggy looking, but it was hot. But then all of a sudden, it start raining a little. Bit. Right. But it's like what I don't understand how to comprehend what I'm feeling right now. But it was like it was warm enough to go into the ocean, mind you. My entire group did not go into the ocean. No. It was just me and Kevin. We had a great time. I'm glad you guys went. But it action. was really cold. And then the sharks came, and we're like, "Well, shit!" Ah. And then they made everyone fucking leave the ocean. I'm like, "Was well, there a panic?" Thanks. I mean, it was less of a panic and more of a. Oh, is that boat telling everyone to get out because there's sharks? I think there's sharks. Is there sharks? I think there's sharks. Oh, cool! And everyone starts saying, "I think there's sharks." And that was it. No, that's
0: not. It, it was,
3: it yeah, happens. it was like it was not not like the movies. And we had just watched Jaws three, which is a classic. Why would movie. you watch Jaws three? It was on TV, and we were just watching it. But like, have you seen Jaws three? You mean not Jaws a long three time. D? Yeah, yeah. Jaws three D, yeah. which ends with the shark. It's a JPEG of a shark mm-hmm. coming towards them. And they stretch the JPEG's mouth so it kind of, like, it warps. It doesn't even, like, it's not even a separate image. And it just comes. It hits the glass. The glass explodes. And it's the cheapest looking, like, everything flying at the screen. And all of a sudden the shark teeth just kind of, like, oh, like, God, damn it, I hate this. And I didn't even get to see that in real life. It was just people, like, well, a little tugboat thing going by, like, with that megaphone. They didn't even say anything. They just kind of held it up and everyone
1: just knew. We should exit the water. All four people that were in the water, yeah, all of whom were wearing rash guards. It's me and Kevin. Yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we went to the, we went to the most touristy part of the beach. Apparently, there are, like the Sea Bright, which is a nicer beach that I walked by, and I was like, okay, this looks a little bit more like what I'm used to, where it's people are grilling, they're barbecuing, they're hanging out. There's not a lot of umbrellas, and they're waiting for the sun to go down to watch the fireworks. Which I Ooh, a was beach really snob? Cool. I'm not a beach snob. It's just to me, the, the the experience of growing up around the beach and going to the beach holds a special place in my heart and that's you're supposed to be really uncomfortable. You just when i was a kid that's just what that meant to me was hey we're going to the beach and i'm like great this is combining three of the things that i like least in the world. One taking my shirt off. Yeah. Two being baked by the sun, sure. which God. inevitably is going to lead to a wicked wicked sunburn. Mm. And th- in the weirdest places. By in the, the weirdest way. places. And then three being covered in sand while i'm shirtless eating Cause I would just eat constantly. You're at the beach, like while I went in the water. That's the one thing I can do. The other thing I can do is go get 15 chip witches and just smother them, smother my face in them. Are you familiar with the chip witch? Yeah. It's the It's It, yeah, you The are. It's It bar, ice cream uh, sandwich. It's like oh, an ice they, cream sandwich with the, with the little chocolate, chocolate chips yeah, around for the for side. Say. I used to get those all the time, or the frozen banana, which my wife and I got this last night. I was like, oh, I'm get a frozen banana. Like, let's get a frozen banana. Of course, it was bomb. but yeah, when I was a kid, I had such a, I had such a, uh, I was so hung up on my body image that I was like, I don't want to take my shirt off. But I do want to eat. And so I would be just con- like I would be contributing to the problem because I would just eat constantly and be like, I-, I especially don't want to take my shirt off now. And then the back of my ears, my neck would just be char broiled, and the rest of my body would be like paper white, paper white.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. Santa Cruz is weird because like I've grown up going there. So I went there a bazillion times. Sure. I haven't been there in like probably 10 years at this point. And it was the same place I remember, but with a lot of just different things. Main thing being, I'm now an adult. So, all the things I wanted to do when I was younger, it was just like, oh, I can do those things. So, all those deep fried Twinkies that mm-hmm. I always just looked at and mm-hmm. was
1: like, man, one day. I walked by that day. Today by was way. that
3: day. And we got to walk, and me and Kevin, oh, man, it was just like, I want Dippin' Dots. I'm going to get the extra large dipping Dots. I think I want to buy one of those, but I'm not going to get it yet because I want to keep walking because maybe they're deep-frying something else I want to get.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you this, and you were smart. Did you see at that same Twinkie stand they had the deep-fried Twinkie and the deep-fried Oreo? And the deep-fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And, yeah, I saw that. That was ridiculous. What?
3: God gl- bless you. Like that, It was just amazing. Now, what upset me about Santa Cruz is they have a haunted house, mm-hmm. and it's a classic. You're I remember this ride from from my younger days, and it it meant something very special to me. They remodeled it. Mm -hmm. So they completely changed the ride. I had to wait in line. We waited in line like 45 minutes. There was way too many people at this goddamn place. It was upsetting. Get on the ride. First couple rooms you go through, I'm like, oh, it's a haunted house. Like, I'm an adult, so this isn't as cool as it used to be, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. Then all of a sudden they get to another room, and I'm like, oh, it's the Santa Cruz Haunted House. They remodeled it. They obviously were on a budget. They obviously just went to the, like, the place, the, the Halloween warehouse. The ha- ha- yeah, and they're just like, I'm just gonna, what can we get on sale? Because all of a sudden, a velociraptor pops out, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then there's just an alligator kind of chilling, and he's just doing shit. And I'm like, what the it's fuck? It's not even animated, it's just yeah, sitting in the corner, we, we get collecting into a, dust. We get into another room, and there's just this, like, devil-looking thing, and I'm like, that's not even a haunted house thing. Like, that's just a fucking devil. And then it's the walking dead all of a sudden. I'm like, all right, you guys you're not even trying <laughs> You're anymore. not committing to <laughs> like, the theme this is of not a haunted, haunted house. house. This is just a fucking disaster. <laughs> it, stuff in. it was upsetting. It was very upsetting.
1: Yeah, it was an interesting weekend for me too, but um it it was cool to see and again it was cool to then go back and, and see how they like why they chose that specific area and how they were able to make that whole thing look a lot better and a lot bigger. Because you watch, you go back and watch a movie that, like Lost Boys, and the, the boardwalk looks huge, and like all these stores are supposed to be in and all that stuff. And in reality, all it is is shop after shop after shop of things that You'd shouldn't be buy. fried are that are fried, which is pretty amazing. Colin, but, um, how do you
2: use Netflix? <laughs> you say what the hell was the topic? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> also, did Portillo drink
2: any of this water? No, he didn't. He didn't. So uh, Netflix is is like, I don't know. It's one of those things that is a great idea, they persevered, I give them a lot of credit, I was just talking about them with, the other day with someone, is that all signs should have pointed to them being extinct by now, yet they figured out a way to revolutionize uh, the way we watch films again, and in and and, and a way they're kind of, I, I don't want to compare them to Apple necessarily, because they're definitely not nearly Apple, but they're Apple-like in the sense that they revolutionized the way to watch movies 15 years ago and then did it again. Um, and stayed relevant because I was talking to someone. I'm like, remember when Blockbuster was like kind of beating Netflix for a while, and they were doing their mail-in thing? You could just go to any store and like just trade out movies. I was I was very loyal to Netflix at that time. You know, you know, Dance with the One that brought you and all that. Uh, Wait, but you were loyal to Netflix or Blockbuster? To Netflix. Okay. Um, but uh, they figured out a way to to persevere, and, and I can't believe that they only charge eight dollars a month. I have no idea like how they make money. Well, they try. I think I guess they tried. I think they raised it. It used to be seven ninety nine. Now it's eight ninety nine, right? Or something like that. I still pay seven ninety nine to you, yeah, grandfather. Um, um, but uh, I'm not a grandfather I, I don't I don't even have any kids <laughs> you're uh, ruining it Kevin. we want us to make him think the video froze <laughs> we like doing pregnant pauses Um, so I, I like using Netflix but I agree in the sense that it's it's a lot of volume and not a lot of things that I actually want to watch and the biggest problem with Netflix is that it's just unsearchable right. so yeah, yeah. like it's just re- there's a, a great website that it's called it's like Streaming catalog.com or something. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's like a place where you can go and it's just like it it's somehow gotten into Netflix's API or whatever, where it's like, here's everything on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, why doesn't Netflix do this? Yeah, like Netflix I don't know. It's really
3: weird with a lot of their stuff. It's and annoying. I mean, I have a lot of issues, and I just personally don't like streaming programs like that. But Netflix is interesting in that they don't release any stats. They don't release what their catalog is. They won't let you know what the most popular things are. You can't search by popularity, search by like mm-hmm. all these things that are kind of We are so used to... Because we've used things like Amazon for so long. It's like, that's how you filter things. You use iTunes. That's how you filter things. Mm -hmm. And then you get to... Or even YouTube. All this stuff. Netflix is just kind of like... It really is tailored to getting people to just constantly put things in their queue to feel yeah. like they're getting more value than they actually are. Yeah, I
2: mean, there's certainly a, you know, they are masters of UI in a sense, because Netflix, especially on PS4, I think is like really, really well done. So they know what they're doing. They leave these things out because probably they're looking at statistics saying like, this is just the way we can maximize the amount of money we make. But it's annoying that I have to use like a third party site that's like basically hacking into their API to figure out like what the fuck is on mm-hmm. the goddamn service. Like yeah. I like. It's annoying when it's like, here's the documentaries, and here's 20 documentaries. And I'm like, you don't have just 20 documentaries, so why can't I see all of them? I don't understand. And And here's where Netflix is kind of getting nipped in the butt a little bit is that Amazon. Amazon Prime, to me, is a superior service. And they have fewer things available for free, but what they do have is kind of a more searchable and organic way to look at things where I can just pay for anything that, I, that they, you know, like, so it's like, yeah, we're not streaming this, but you can pay us for it. And at least I, I like that kind of thing where it's like, Amazon just has everything. Yeah. and then you look through it and you're like, okay, I'm looking at the Batman movies. It's three dollars to rent the Batman movie for 24 hours, or right, mm-hmm. whatever. I've spent a yeah.
0: lot of money on Amazon just for that reason too. Where you go through Netflix, and like, no, this looks good. You jump over to Amazon new releases. Okay, I've bought movies there, right because I you rationalize in your head of like, well, it's 12 bucks, but if I would have seen it in theaters, it would have been 13 plus this that. You know what I mean? So whatever, fuck it.
1: Yeah, I mean that's I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm on the fence on that too because more often than not, I'm like, oh, you know what, I really want to watch, and I go first search Netflix and make sure I can get it for free. It's not there. You immediately go to Amazon. Yeah. It's there. It's $3. Yeah. Now, you know, you can't buy it in-app. You have to go...
0: Which is so weird that Which they do this. St- yeah. yeah. On, on the
1: PlayStation...
0: And I'm, I'm thinking about this wrong. On the PlayStation... Amazon Instant, you can buy things
1: right can, there. You, you and you go your credit card. Yeah, on Xbox, but on, your, you on, on your
0: Xbox, you can't. On your iPhone, iPad app, you can't. And then if you go through the Amazon app on iPad, like the Amazon storefront, mm-hmm. you can't buy it there either. It's super weird. You have to go in through the browser. To do this, that's,
3: I think, a big problem I have with Amazon is the whole needing to get, like, their, their player sucks and you have to use all that, like, third party bullshit. And, like, that's the same issue I have with their music service where you, you need Amazon Downloader. Downloads, oh, stuff. right, right, like, right. They just complicate things, whereas Netflix is just this here one yeah, place, yeah. like get it. So, all the places have their pros and cons. And overall, I'm not a big fan of the streaming stuff. If I want to watch a movie like that bad, I'll go to Amazon and try to get the Blu ray of it. You're crazy, but that's nuts. You're old, yeah, I am, but it's just, it's I just, just too
1: don't... long to wait. By that time, I'm like, well, by the time it comes, I'm not gonna wanna With watch it. Prime now, either. they're
3: essentially like time warping, they, like, they're sending me things
1: before you I You order just do it, like so this. I matter. think I'll get um, the movie Wind starring Matthew. Oh, it's right here,
2: yeah exactly yeah i mean but that's the beauty of like that's the beauty of amazon instant like instant video is that it's first of all you're not paying for it like you pay per prime which is a totally different product and you're just getting this shit for free which is something like i really respect out of them i I respect the shit out of amazon for that it's like prime is a brilliant way to be like it's basically just free shipping for your products but we're going to give you all these accoutrements there's all these cool things added so if you
1: have prime you get free streaming of movies yeah they have a whole library of stuff. They really? have a ton yeah, of shit. I, I, I watch it. It's very
3: varied. Like, and so, here's the thing. So, at IGN, I had a show called What to Watch where I would tell people like what, where to find stuff that's streaming. And it was such a complicated show to figure out because the way that licensing works with all this stuff, mm-hmm. it's like things will be on Netflix for uh, a month and then taken off, but they don't make that clear anywhere. So, like it's all, it was always super hard to figure out where things are. But Amazon always had it. Like, no matter what, that was my go to of like, all right, I can reliably know that it'll be there. And there's a 50% chance it's free.
2: Yeah, like, and what's what's cool about it too is that what I really like about it and what and this is what I like about Amazon, I kinda wish Netflix would do this too, is just Netflix would just ingest everything and be like, We have Netflix, we have like a, a Netflix streaming thing where you pay a subscription and we give you you know a bunch of shit for free, but we also have everything that's not free and you can just pay us for it. Like if Netflix did something like that and I think that they will eventually do something like that, that would be way smarter because and then maybe you get a discount depending on the rate of your you plan. know of your plan and stuff right. like that. Because what's cool about Amazon Prime, like I said, is that I watch, like, I've, I'm in season six of The Good Wife now. I've watched that whole series for free, you know? And that's, it's mm-hmm. $40 a season to buy it, you know? So it's pretty cool. And, like, I like that they have, like, a bunch of PBS shit. So, like, I'm really into Nova and Frontline. I think those shows are fucking phenomenal. That's great. And they'll have, they have seasons of Frontline and Nova going, like, way back. And you can buy all the episodes. And then they'll have just, like, sporadic ones for free to kind of, like, give you a little bit of the, you know, taste of the drug before you buy it. But I like <laughs> that. But I like that, you know, you know, we're You know as a kid maybe or as a college student i wouldn't have been able to do this but as someone who has like a salary and like you know a little bit of disposable income in his life it's cool that like if i want to go on there and be like you know what i want to just see this 30 for 30 here's 3 dollars whatever mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and netflix doesn't give me that option netflix is like these are the 10 30 for 30s that we have they're from the fucking first season you saw them 4 years ago so you're probably not interested in them right netflix to me i like it's one of those things the same reason why i like having cable it's like i like it that it's just there mm-hmm. like the fact that i have cable and like 200 channels is just i just like that it's there I don't use it.
1: Do you? God well, forbid, you, I would
2: never use cable. But I'm like, okay. but but like, I, I just like that it's there. And once a, once a month, I'll just go on and like look for something to watch. Mm-hmm. But it just makes me comfortable that it's there. Yeah, and that's you have the, the way I feel, and that's the way I feel about Netflix. Where I'm like, I don't really use it. Which I just. I don't use my queue anymore or anything like that. And the reason I don't use Netflix more is because it's unsearchable. It's just showing me the same shit over and over again. When you're when you're dedicating ten percent of your real estate to things that I'd already seen, asking me if I want to watch it again—that's a big fucking problem to me. Yeah. So Amazon has ways around that, and I like. So I think Amazon Instant Video is, a, is actually a superior, superior service, both free and paid, because it's a fusion of both. Interesting. Yeah. Now, the one the one place obviously Amazon doesn't have them beat, or at least in the
1: public exception, is the, is in the original programming market. Yeah. And so that's oh, that to me sure, yeah. is. That, to me, is another one of those things with Netflix You're like you're talking about how they should have died out. You know, they reinvented themselves. Well, they've also reinvented themselves again because at first they were a, you know, disc delivery service, right, where you didn't have to leave your home. You could just order it, and a day later it would be there. Then it became streaming. They were kings of streaming. Now they're starting to compete with HBO on the original programming front, if not our strong competitors. And the same with HBO, right, where you don't really necessarily know how many people are watching their shows either, and they don't want you to know that because then that, that creates that artificial competition, which then creates an artificial value. For whatever you're watching, so as far as I'm concerned, Orange is the New Black gets as many views as Game of Thrones. We probably we know for sure that's probably not the case, but no one could tell you, right? Yeah. Um. So that is that's very fascinating to me because there's every day I listen to news or I read news about uh, uh, shows that are being greenlit and they're being greenlit more and more by by places like HBO, by places like Netflix and like Hulu. Um. And. I just realized finally, like maybe a couple months ago, I'm like, I'm so out of touch with what's happening on network television. Oh, yeah. But I probably know more about what's happening on Hulu than I do about NBC. Like, what shows are getting greenlit on NBC? And that's very telling. And I have to imagine that if I'm that way, what's a person who's growing up now like? Well, who? What is a 14 year old's habits? Are they, do they even give a shit about any of that stuff? Or are they straight up just YouTube and downloading stuff illegally? Yeah. I don't know.
3: I mean, I feel like for us specifically, like, I feel we're, we're super in tune with what's happening on Hulu and Netflix
1: and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think the normal person isn't. They're not yet. It's not a mainstream thing yet, I don't think. But I think it will be. And actually, I don't think it ever will be. I think there'll just be a – there'll be kind of an equilibrium that it all reaches, right? Or well, right now, like a lot of viewers are are dissatisfied with traditional mainstream television because we've been fed sort of the exact same thing over and over again. We are craving those original series like um, Game of Thrones or True Detective Or Ballers. What's up? Yeah. Great show. Um, Just because they're giving us a slightly different experience, they can experiment with them. They they don't have to be the same sort of boring model that we've seen over and over again. Um, And Hulu is now, Hulu has become the place where um, when the shows can't don't have a market on mainstream TV, they get picked up by Hulu. Mm-hmm. So it's like Community went over to Hulu for a yeah, season, right? Rest no, Development.
3: Community went oh,
1: to Yahoo. Oh, Yahoo, I'm sorry. Similar similar thing, right? Where it's like, well, we can't exist on NBC because we can't afford yeah. to charge the ridiculous ad rev that each one of these shows needs to sustain itself. So they'll go over to Yahoo or go over to Hulu. So it's going to be really interesting to watch to see what people's idea of a television show is in the next five to 10 years because it's just going to be content similar to kind of what we're doing now, right? But I don't know. I digress. I mean, yeah.
2: I mean, the only thing I would say to that is that Netflix is investing in original programming, and I appreciate it. But there's really only two shows of any consequence on Netflix. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, and by that Scandal. I mean, no, I'm kidding. By by that I mean that there's shows people like, but there are shows like Emmy quality shows, like like Game of Thrones or not Game of Thrones, House of, uh, Cards. House of Cards, and yeah. to a lesser extent, Orange is the New Black. That's basically all that is relevant in terms of high quality, right? It's so crazy because you log so they on. need to, so they need to do they need to do better than that. They, then, are, I th- feel like they're already making wave tra-
0: waves, though, with that, right? Like, this season, or this season, whatever, Jesus. The last three, four months have seen Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which was awesome, which is a great comedy that? that was it good. It, yeah, it's totally, it it's one of those that'll get an Emmy nod, I'm sure, in mm-hmm. some respect. And now that Grace and Frankie thing, which is big talent. I don't think the
2: show is, like, amazing, yeah, right? Yeah, no, but no, I'm not saying that, because they also have Daredevil, Daredevil, which is big, but, no, again, right. but again, on quality...
1: They yeah, have like still, uh,
2: things that like make the only show that they have that has made significant buzz with like TV types where it was nominated like in legitimate categories was House of, House of Cards and, and so yeah. and so they can have like all of the fluff like Daredevils the fluff that people like like the pulp stuff and that's great mm-hmm. but yeah they need more serious stuff and Amazon's credit I actually like their system of original programming better because what they did was like we just made fourteen pilots or whatever which one should we make you know yeah oh, like, which one of these sh- like watch them all I, I thought I thought um. Uh, Man in the High Tower is that the one? Yeah, I thought that was actually awesome, and and that I was one of the that. ones, and that was, was the one right. they, that was the one they they picked up. It, it fell apart at the end.
1: Yeah, that was the thing. Uh,
2: but transparent's
1: supposed to be really good. That's the one with Jeff.
2: Transparent's Camp, or... supposed to be excellent. So I, I like to, I only bring this up because you, to your point, you're like they're competing with HBO, and I, I don't HBO is premium, 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 premium content. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't think that they have the money to do that kind of stuff on a regular basis, and I don't think that they have. Uh, they just haven't done it yet. And so they're going to need a Game of Thrones kind of style. I'm not saying a high fantasy show. I'm just saying a Game of Thrones style. like caliber. Yeah, like Tabila. And they almost are there with House of Cards. They should have ended House of Cards already, but House of Cards was their first thing that made waves. That was like, this is fucking good. But as we learned on Colin and Greg Live, Daredevil was watched more than House of Cards. So Daredevil... Is that a fact? Yeah, remember we did that. They they did... Some people did a study like statistics, like way more, but like way more people watched Daredevil. But daredevil is not a show that's gonna that's gonna garner a fucking single nod of any sort of any sort of award show it's the kind of stuff that you know you need to have your 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 pillars that attract more talent and it's kind of like a you know like a kind of a sickle building
1: yeah and and that's that's the question is which one of these shows is going to bring in subscribers right it's different if you're like uh people are fairly interested in daredevil but is that a quote unquote system seller is that a quote unquote like oh shit i need to watch that so i'm gonna I'm going to subscribe now. I'm going to sign up for Netflix, right? Where Orange is the New Black, I feel, is on that caliber. At least has that amount of buzz. Yeah, but people, I feel like, like they
3: did like Arrested Development. I mean, that was one of those big moves of whether or not people... Yeah, like, hate, that, people hated name, it. Right? I know, yeah. I know. Hated, but, like, that, you're don't talking about that,
0: name grab. Name but, yeah, exactly. I'm talking right. about like,
3: getting people to subscribe. Then, like, yeah. I'm sure, and we'll never know because they're never going to release the stats, but I'm sure they saw a huge boost in subscribers for that.
1: I'm sure they did. I yeah. wish they
2: picked up Jericho. I remember when that was a oh, rumor yeah. forever, man. That They were going to pick up Jericho, and they were talking about it, but they
1: Well, And that's the question. is It'll be really, really we're like, for instance, Yahoo with community, right? Where Yahoo brings back community, and they do like a, like a final season there, right? That's how that went. I, I mean, think. It's
3: the final season so far, it's, they ended it on, in a way that
1: they makes might it make look more. Like Did you watch end.
3: it? I didn't watch. It. I was reading really yeah. about it a lot.
1: It'll really be good. fascinating when that starts to happen with Netflix, where they start bringing over TV that "quote unquote" is about to die, and they they revitalize it with their audience Arrested and start. And they were yeah, gonna... but Arrested Development was weird. Arrested Development was one of those like kind of. Thrown together things that didn't work out the way they wanted it to. That's was my understanding that scheduling issues with all the yeah, actors. Yeah, that's why made people are it... like
0: green screened in and it looks
1: weird. Well, I mean, weird. yeah,
3: the community just really is weird. the same shit. Is, that, is it the same thing? Yeah, well, I, I, I'm just in the sense that that show has so much real world
2: politics in it. Who's still on the show? That's mm-hmm. like. But it's also different in that, like, Arrested Development was dead for years. Yeah, it was. You know, and so like they just brought it back out of the dead, which I think was a bold move, and, and they tried, which I appreciate. Or oh yeah, like, I think to them. I think the the you know. The bigger thing is we were talking about today on Colin and Greg was that you know Netflix and Amazon both considered picking up Hannibal from M- M- NBC, and they both passed, um, which is showing which is showing me that these shows on TV are just too expensive for them, and that's why and like that's why I think that. They probably pass on a lot of stuff. You know? Jericho well, might have just been too like even a show like Jericho, which is very B tier, is probably too expensive for them to make. Like they so they have to figure out like a either like go all in and spend a lot of money like they did in House of Cards, or you find a hit like Orange is the new black, which they clearly didn't spend as much money on. But I'm, and I'm season, sure that yeah. they did not expect the return they got on it. In other words, it's gonna be a mixture of like investment in like sure products or things that they're really confident in, and then hoping that one of these shows, like uh, like the new one with the 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 old people. Frankie. 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 Yeah. like like that they hope that they you know they invest in in people like uh, Jane Fonda or whatever that will right. bring people over and then they like the show itself it's going to be right. it's going to be huge dress. the thing is that they have very little room for risk because they're not they're not a cultivator of talent and they're not a cultivator of original IP only not. They're not like any of these other networks. They have to worry about their main business.
1: Well, but yeah. no, I would argue the opposite, right? Where they have, they can take as many risks as they want because their main business is yeah. a bunch of people who forgot they still subscribe to Netflix and use it occasionally and be like, Oh wait, yeah, I still pay $8 a month for that. And they're taking all that money and going, cool. How do we capitalize off? How do we take risks? Like house of cards, house of cards cost them a lot of money. I mean, it costs a lot of money to get, uh, uh, David Fincher and his whole crew in to actually shoot the pilot and develop the look of it. Uh, all the writers and all of the actors. What's his name? Kevin, Kevin Spacey, Spacey and Robin Wright. Like those those people are A list actors. They charge a lot of money for that. Now maybe they took a little bit of a uh, less on the on the front end for that thing, um, just to be able to do something cool and mm-hmm. and and do something experimental. But that but you're absolutely right they do need to reevaluate sort of where the market is they can't pay people millions of dollars per episode and expect to be around for a long time but that that I guess maybe is the core of what I'm talking about is where is that going to be 10 years from now is the like television costs so much money to make right now but is as people's expectations of quality um kind of they don't decrease but they change right like my expectation of quality is no longer game of thrones now it's 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 a broad spectrum of what i find entertaining all the way from you know game of thrones down to uh like you know something like a trailer park boys something like that which netflix keeps beating me over the head to watch and i refuse to watch it because at this point it's recommended it for me every single every turn you're like, you're like spite, this is what you really want watch yeah, i'm not going to watch it um, it's hopeful. I mean, ultimately, my my hidden agenda is hopefully one day we get something on Netflix. I think that would be cool.
3: I mean, that, that would be cool. I think there's something you said, though, about the fact that I feel like in this day and age, people look at Netflix and HBO as the exact same thing. They, in they do. In terms of original programming. They because you guys watched Ballers. Why? Because HBO Rock. made it. Well, and The Rock. But what I'm saying is it's like it's you guys knew you could – or Silicon Valley. Like, why would you watch these things? It's just – you believe in HBO and right, you're right. telling you, hey, trust here's them. this new thing. Mm-hmm. Try it. See yeah. if it's for you. Yeah, right, yeah. And I feel like Netflix has that same shit where it's so many people I know watched Unbreakable Kimmy Smith, here's the, Schmidt yeah, and like, yeah. Ne- or the Daredevil. new Netflix people original. People didn't give a shit about superheroes. I was like, I'm going to try it because it's the new Netflix and thing. It's and it's there
0: and it's free and I know everyone's yeah. going to be talking about it. So I might as well get on board and see so what So it's, it's going to be interesting
3: to see in the next couple of years and, and yeah. how far down they go and when people stop caring.
1: I feel like HBO is a little bit better, though, at making their content an event. We're like, especially since they do still have. Really? Are they? Well, especially if you if you have the service on cable, and you go there, they're so good about promotion. Like, every show ends with a promotion for the next big show. Yeah, or, true. like, every time they you're watching to Game to of Thrones. They seem to go right into the next one, right? Yeah, like, you'll start Game of, start of, Thrones, Game of ends, Thrones, but it'll be a stars. baller. Like like it'll just be a preview for baller no, before for sure. you watch Game of Thrones. That's
3: why I know ballers, because when I watch Game of Thrones, it does that. But I mean Netflix I would not say is bad at promotion. Like, no, they're... no, they're not
1: bad. It's just it's just because they don't have the standalone service, because you're not just tuning in and, and having that stuff programmed for you, you don't feel that same, same sense of cohesion as you do with HBO. Where HBO seems like it's one person programming for me, whereas Netflix is seems like it's an algorithm that consistently be a right? That's the whole thing. It's
0: like I didn't know I didn't know Kimmy Schmidt was coming up until I turned on Netflix one day to watch something else. And it was at the top Like you should try this I was well, like saying, oh though. okay cool But I mean it wasn't it, Back to the, an event mm-hmm. Like that's the opposite right Like I knew Ballers was coming I knew Ballers I mean for weeks Still and good. months That Ballers was coming It's last good episode.
1: It's getting better It's enjoyable Alright It's like Entourage Where you're like Oh Entourage And you watch it You're like great I like, like these <laughs> guys more Than I liked Entourage I like the Rock more, And Rob Corddry more Than I like the Entourage guys I liked Entourage Just because it was This is a separate topic don't It mean, is a
0: separate don't even topic go I'm not there. gonna go down that I got good news though your topic was good, and it was sponsored by <gasps> Squarespace. Yeah,
1: I won! <laughs> I won, everyone. Squarespace My topic was the best.
0: provides simple, powerful, and beautiful... W- oh. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful website that look professionally designed, regardless of skill level. No coding required. Not only does Squarespace provide you with intuitive and easy-to-use tools to create your own website with, Squarespace also has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. And... You know you can trust in Squarespace for your website needs when millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world trust in them, too. Just like we do. We do. You built it.
2: You're definitely one of the most trusted brands in the entire world. It to goes, this audience, we are. It goes Intel,
1: then us, then other brands that I can't Has remember Is Intel
0: right now. Been in a Spider-Man comic? I don't think so. That's true. We are. Square Spiderverse 3, everybody pick it up. Look for the Kinda Funny sweatshirt. Squarespace gives you 24-7 online support and a beautiful website for only $8 a month. You can even get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. So what are you waiting for? Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code KindaFunny to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for us. Kinda funny. We thank Squarespace.
1: We do. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. Go to KindaFunny.com if you want to see it in action. Or just go to kind of if you want just to see go. fun content. Yeah, you just want to go to see... Tim. Yes. What's your topic? Ryan my is topic
3: that? is emojis. Now, here's the thing about emojis. They sound like a very Tim Gettys thing. Mm. Yeah, You they know, are. I'm this young, hip kid. You are? I'm doing all these young, very hip things. You're not young True. so much anymore. You're so fit. Um, and emojis Middle-aged. are something that, that came from my generation of people. And my generation of people use them. And they seem like something that I would use a lot. I do not use them that much. Yeah. And I feel like I should know more about them. Sure. I, I do use them, mm-hmm. but I'm not as well-versed in them as I, I wish that I was. What? Can I ask a
1: question before we continue? Yes. What is the difference between an emoji and an emoticon?
3: Okay. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not that informed in all of this. Emoji are the images, right? So right. emojis are they're the images that you use in the, it's some Unicode. I don't know what all this shit means. I Googled right. it, and I tried to figure it out because now I, I realize that I'm old when I need to Google these things. But emoticon is the more old-school most stuff I
2: use. You like make a symbols together,
3: like colons and, and parentheses. And Got shit it. Like okay. Because when them. I was,
1: when we first started working with Mike Drucker, mm-hmm. who, as we know, submits the weirdest topics via Patreon. Thanks for the support, Mike. Um, he wrote a joke where he was like, smiley emoticon. And I was like, does that mean the colon with the yes. parentheses? Yeah. Is that what that means? Yeah. And then the emoji is the actual, like, you put in your phone. It's, it's the one I use with the guy's like, Emoji, yeah, I mean.
2: emoji, I, what I wonder about emoji real quick is that if is it like a trademark thing that someone owns, yes, so yeah, so that's U- the difference. Unicode, whatever this is,
3: like Unicode,
2: yeah, and I don't know what the hell it is, but from a brief <laughs>
3: Googling and Wikipedia search and all this stuff, there is this language that was made called emoji, mm-hmm. and they have it, and it's on iOS, and like Apple kind of like popularized it, if I'm read correctly. But then this same system is also used on Android. And, like, so it, it is a system of things that has been now – it's a new keyboard. It's a new, like, language, really, that people have adopted as the standard. There is a standard emoji thing. The poop. Yes. The poop with the, the eyes. F- the I, Justine, eyes. loves the poop mm-hmm. with the eyes. Everybody loves the poop love with the eyes. I love that one. But there's, there's like – there is a, um, meanings that have been assigned to each of these emoji that are uh-huh. official meanings. Okay. But then, of course, there are meanings that society has deemed We'd these push to on. also have. Like, the hands in the air – with the what does that mean? Going up? I mean, I don't know what I it's actually supposed to mean, but people use it as the like, it's like blessed hashtag blessed, really? or that's like hallelujah, like you know, bow down to, like that. Yeah. The strong. one
0: that looks like praying is actually a high five, and I didn't know that till somebody tweeted that. Well, that's that's uh,
3: I was reading earlier that I think that's turned into the high five. I don't think it's supposed to be a high five. Mm. I think it's supposed to be saying please.
1: Oh. Yeah, but people like, use that as
3: the high five because so looks like, like I'm one.
1: begging for the poop when I combine. Yes. When I combine the goat with the gust of wind, what does that mean? Goat farting. Still goat fart? Yeah. Because that's what I intended it to mean.
0: Yeah. I just use the shrimp okay. for everything because the shrimp is universal. What's the mm. shrimp?
1: It's the shrimp. Oh, man. I'm missing out on the shrimp.
0: I mean, there's
3: hell of them. And then now that there's the, the multiple colors for each one, there's just mm-hmm. a world of combinations. Yeah. And it's it's really interesting. My favorite is what I have deemed Lola, which is the little salsa oh, dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know, should, I know. Lola always comes in threes. I get you. Just that's nasty. Like sure. sure, 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 sure. It's just, nasty. It's usually my response to pretty much anything.
0: That's what I do with the shrimp.
3: Yeah, and see, I like it. I like that we have this thing that we do. But then you see these other people, and they're coming up with these damn sentences. I justine's
0: book uses them. And but what's really
3: cool about it, I want to do a nicknames episode where I try to make sentences and see if you can. See oh, what I'm I could tell. Yeah, that's a good idea. With the emojis, I would totally
1: do that. Mine would mostly just be poop across the board, and then you'd be like, "I don't understand it," and i would be like, "I have to poop." i got to go blow well, the bathroom up.
3: Classic Nick. Classic I not, Scarpino. I think I would understand that no matter what. But then there's the eggplant, which is representative of a penis. Oh, okay. That's the socially accepted term for the okay. eggplant. Um, I at, wish there were
1: dirty emojis, though. I know there's not. Nice I mean, that's that the thing. I mean, we kinda,
3: like, not to say that we've created it, but I want to say that we've popularized the finger bang.
1: Oh, the finger bang is definitely a uh, Tim and Nick now, special. Now, but the finger
0: bang is only from the YouTube emojis, right? Yes. Is, that a, is that in here, too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, well, you can do the finger bang.
1: Yeah, yeah dude, it's just bang the pointer and the. Okay. If you believe Greg,
2: you, you will see anything.
1: Yeah, there it is, right there. There's the, That's finger, the bang. finger bang, right there, guys. So That's here's the important.
2: here's the thing about this whole thing, is I don't like it. I don't like it at all, <laughs> and it's got to stop. Yeah. I will never use an emoji, <laughs> <laughs> but you use emoticons exactly, because mm. the emoticon comes from a humbler place, right? Of we still don't even really know what half these things actually mean. Right. Right? Like my my famous uh winky smile. M- I don't use the winky smile. You use the I, winky use, winky I use smile. T- I use I never face. use the wink. I use two different things. Yeah. I use like four or five different things, but it's always the equal sign or the or the colon. And then I like using the D, which is kind of like Yeah, the smile. The biggie baby uh, smile. Which, which I which I love that one. And then the smiley face. And then I like using uh the slash for the frown. Oh, I like that. Okay. Like there's more substance yeah. in that I feel like than the emoji because now we have all of these different nuanced ways to say something without saying something at all and I don't like it and I don't appreciate mm-hmm. it and I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and endorse it. I don't I didn't download that stuff on my phone. People send me these things all the time. I'm not I can't send it back. People want the these alien. emojis. I'm like I just won't do it. I'm sorry. Really a conversation people haven't wanted use Yeah, yeah you're also yeah. using
3: a phone from like 10 years ago.
2: So It's a uh, it's a 5S. Yeah, I know.
3: But it's yeah. Really I have a oh, look S at this. Too. Look at
2: this. Yeah, my sister used it. Or, or just yeah, right right little heart. here's, a here's the thing, though.
3: I'm with you in a lot of ways because, I mean, I'm interested in emojis and I do want to use them more. But I love my emoticons. Like there's certain things that are just Tim Gettys equals these things. One of those less than three. I don't think I've ever had a text conversation with anybody without at some point dropping a less than three. Yeah, that's yeah, a good but, one. Heart. And then the my smiley face. Always doing the smiley face, winky face when I do something. My, my how many times do I look at the camera when someone says something? Now imagine if I can't do that. Maybe I can send a picture.
1: Of you're getting the picture. I should yeah. probably get do that. But
3: anyways, I just do the winky face. It's like shit's gonna shit's going down. People need to know what I'm thinking. I'm never going to change that. I'm never going to use the heart emoticon or emoji and the, the smiley emoji. Ah, uh-uh. I know what I'm doing there. Yeah, but I can't endorse I, it. I can't make an eggplant with a
2: with Did a I do it right, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. I, I I understand what you're saying. I just feel like there's one there's one particular emoji that I quite enjoy, although I'll never use it. It's not the shrimp. That one's your own joke. I like the smiley face that's crying, like laughing. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah, That's a good one. Justin uses that one all the time. I like, I enjoy that one. We see that one quite often. I I like that one. But again, I would never use it Mm -hmm. because we have a way to make the emoticon cry, and it's with two semicolons. That's how you make them cry, okay? We have... How do you do that? I gotta look. Yeah, look. It's a semicolon and then like a slash or a a dash and then a semicolon or an underscore and a semicolon. Makes sense. Back in the nineties when we He'd had to say something about that made us upset, that's the way we did it. Yeah.
0: I just always thought I made the joke before. It always cracks me up that Colin shows more emotion in text and email than he does in real life. Because this is the face you see all the time. And you, is he happy? Is he sad? Is he mad at me? Is he happy Probably with me? Probably all those things. I don't you know. Mean, yeah, look at that. He he's got to go. He's got to go duty. What's he got to do? You know, do you it. don't know. got do But it. then in his text messages, he's just an emotional fruitcake out there, just he's exploding with flavor.
1: Yeah. I like my favorite one is to do the eight, and then equals equals Eagle, equals Eagle, equals Eagle, greater Eagle. than, and then a D or a D. You yeah, use a the D, D too. Too. not the greater. I like the greater, than. the greater than. Well, yeah. Jesus, Jesus, you're fucking Come hard. What's your penis look like? Oh, My God. Looks like a missile. It's like a Scud <laughs> missile. Like, my god. It's like a
2: inner inner Yeah, you still have a Tomahawk missile in your pants. One of my favorite things that missile.
1: Colin does in text form
3: is something that I used to do and so when I see Colin do it it kind of like makes me feel validated because I am useless in many ways. Oh. But it's when you put the little exclamation mark in the parentheses after a word mm-hmm. cuz I'm like I like that cuz I know what it means. It means just kind of like, it's the look. It's the like yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I use that when writing whenever I say kinda. Or beyond, like stuff like
3: that. Yeah. Like, like, it'll like beyond, beyond. I'm
2: letting go. I've uh-huh. like I've let beyond go, but but kind of you know kind of funny is our, our you know beyond not ours anymore. I'm not going to continue to to do this all for the rest of my life. I can't do it. You know what I mean I just can't. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> can't do it? I can't be a slave to a word. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That no in no which one I holds have, down calling. Especially I, if you're a word. Yeah. So like the beyond thing, it's like you know I say it and I know that everyone's like, and I'm like we can't live our lives like this forever. You know, it's been six months since camera. we've done an episode of podcast. Beyond, we cannot continue to live this way. You understand what I'm mm, saying? I, I hear you.
1: I'm with you on every level. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I was never, I was never comfortable with it. <laughs> never. Too bad. It was never a minefield. You had to live with. It's terrible. Every time Eddie, I'd be like that. Beyond. And then I'd wait, and you'd be like, but
0: "That's back when yeah. you were. That's when you were, you know, serious back in the day when you actually seemed like you had it together." I was. There was a
1: good two month period where I had it fucking together. I,
0: I want to say longer together. than that. I really don't feel like I knew how off the rails you were until we were deep into the Game Over Show in this business. Mm-hmm. That's mm. when I was really like, man, Nick does not have it together. I burned out. Nick is the opposite of an adult. I thought he was the adult.
1: So long, I was trying to be the respectable producer, and then eventually, I think actually I blame w- Tim. Really? Cause was there? Yeah, because Tim was like, "This, Nick, you're a terrible producer." you should just be on camera more photoshopping yourself in underwear next to Justin Bieber with me all right
3: me. yeah let's let's uh, rewind a like, little bit cuz right. this is a conversation that really happened today where we're working on some sponsorship deal and i had to mm-hmm. write an email about like our social reach and all this stuff and i'm mm-hmm. writing all our names and like how many twitter followers we have and all this stuff and nick nick was just like how do i get more twitter
1: followers like how do i make this happen <laughs> no what happened was i was searching my favorite website the superficial and i was like oh justin Bieber took a took a naked picture of himself just pointing out into the horizon with this beautiful pert ass. I was like, that's interesting. And Tim's like, Nick, you need to Photoshop yourself in there. You want to know how to get more Twitter followers? This is how you get more Twitter followers. And I was like, all right. So I had Kevin take a picture of me in just my jeans. And Tim's like, Nick, no. what are you
3: doing? Yeah, I was like, no, 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 no.
1: no. And I looked at Greg's name with
3: it, the 223K. k, and I pointed at it. I'm like, Nick. You're gonna fucking take your clothes
1: off, yeah, and you're gonna do this like Mike yeah. Miller would. Tim basically made me do soft court porn today. Good, yeah. I'm, glad. Um, I'm glad. We did it, it all together. Happened. We well, did do it together, and Tim was like, David Brevik was in the other room, <laughs> creator of Diablo, CEO of Gazillion. It's fine, He's, he had, he was a good sport about it. Uh, he he averted his eyes accordingly when I walked in in the underwear, just for the comedic value of it. But yeah, what was even funnier about that was Tim was like, oh. I have a poppy thong in my car right now. I'll go get that. And on, five minutes what later. A, what do you mean now, by poppy thong? Go, you're ruining is, it all.
0: Go to Twitter.com slash Nick
1: underscore Scarpino to see it. Tim, I'll, I will tell you this also as a side note. Tim, very well endowed. Oh, very yeah. Very well endowed. Thank you. Thank you. He has, he's got a lot going on down there. People
3: say, people say baby dick. You know what they're missing. is baby dicks. It's like multiple baby dicks. Strung together.
2: You have yes. multiple dicks? Multiple what, dicks. What do you utter down there? Uh-huh. It's huh. okay. so the a little cow thing. I right. didn't
1: know that. As we all know, in the in the the uh <laughs> the sort of ranking of dick size at kind of funny. You have a baby dick. Oh yeah. I have a big baby dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Big> baby dick. <laughs> Tim has a big baby dick. Kevin, we're not sure of right now. No dick. But Colin, we know, has he's packing the heat. Baby arm. He's got a baby, like elephant arm.
2: It's like one of those He's got a
1: t- fucking oh, elephant there you like, there you yeah. like yeah. where, That's
2: where you're like you know you yeah? You put it on, on, the, on the table. It's
0: almost If like- you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Gregory Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each <laughs> being a random topic of discussion for your How you. Is that man. why you hate the TSA?
1: Because every time you go to that scanner are like, what the shit is that yeah. in your pants? It WMD. looks like you have a growth in, the, in your left leg. If you want to, you can throw us a few bucks, get the episodes early over at
0: patreon.com slash kind of funny. But if you don't have any money to give us, no big deal, go to youtube.com slash kind of funny, where we break up the show topic by topic, day by day, until we post the entire thing the following Friday as one big video and one big MP3. We're off to Comic Con, yeah. except Colin. No. But if you're listening to this the week is going live on YouTube, sorry, Kevin, you know, you got to stay here on the ship too. We're off to SGC, Screw Attack Convention, come see us there. And then the week after that, we're off to VidCon. So if you're there, go see us at VidCon. Then we have a week off, and then RTX. <sighs> Ballers. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.